Ho, 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 ho. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast holiday special. My name is Anthony and as always, I'm joined by my, hmm, what should I call you guys? I'm going to call you my reindeers. That's fitting, right? It's the holiday special. I'm Santa Claus. You're my reindeers. Yeah, and I'm we, joined we by... Car, I guess, I'm joined well. by Shaprancer. 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 It sounds a little undertone. Racist. I don't know. It does, it does. It does. It does and sound Dan a little... Donner. Dan Donner. Yeah, that sounds like a guy that Am got I arrested. Krypton, by the way? <laughs> where, where were you January 6th, Daniel? Dan, Dan, Dan Donner? Dan Donner. Yeah. Dan Donner. Shablitzen. How you guys Wait, Shablitzen. <laughs> that sounds so much... What do you call him originally? Shaprancer. Shablitzen does sound better. Shablitzen sounds way better. But that sounds like better. a strain of like marijuana yeah. as well. Like, oh, yo, shit. Y'all on Shablitzen right now? I'm Shablitzen right now. That's funny. But also... Also, reindeer, uh, just reindeer is also singular and plural. You don't have to call us reindeers. Unless we're your deers. True? Yeah, because reindeer, it's like, it's, it's plural. It means plural. <laughs> it means plural. Same as reindeer. Just so, like Lego. So you'll never say yeah. reindeers. No. Uh, I believe it's called reindeer. Reindeer. Yeah. So, <laughs> my fellow <laughs> reindeer. Yeah. Yes. That's so weird. Doesn't sound like there's many of them. But. Yeah, but it's like Lego, like Shay said, right? Yeah. Lego is also plural. Term. I say Legos. Yeah, because it's wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm changing the dictionary today. Oh, dictionary. And as Santa, change yourself. As Santa. I don't think I he has that. I don't think that's one of his powers. Like, oh, I, I can give toys to children and change, change the dictionary. Uh, not even nice list. <laughs> yeah. How you guys go doing? around the world? We're how good, you, man. How you guys doing? Doing, doing great. The last me... episode of the year. It is. Well, yeah. yeah it, it is. is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes with time travel in the show, I forget. But I think it this is. is it. It is. Yeah. So yeah, this, this is, is the, the last time we are recording together in a room. Yeah. In 2022, it worked out well that this final episode is also the final time we'll be um, in the studio together. We do have another event coming up this week, which you'll see on socials very soon. But uh, we won't be talking about it to the new year. So yeah, uh, we have a, quite a bit of stuff in the new year, but nothing coming up. All right, yeah. there's so many episodes already in, in the, the bank, vault, in, in the, the bank, bank, you know, ready to go. Uh, did you also see the number of today's episode, Anthony? It is 150. That's We're, like what? What is it like a like a diamond jubilee? What is that? That sounds like something. Wasn't I'll, that how I'll old look, the queen was when she died? I think so. Yeah. I think we need fireworks at this point. Uh, it's like one second, guys. Just let me just light choo, those up. Choo, choo, choo. Oh, oh, sorry, I got the I got the train fireworks. Yeah, what, that, what is that? The old man? locomotive. <laughs> That's a little whistle when the firework goes in the sky you know, oh got you, know. you got you got you yeah, that's, and that sounds you're just like shooting off like a old time oh, man i don't know if i can say this like not because it's racist or anything oh, okay. but like okay. <laughs> uh shadonner sesquicentennial why is my furniture yeah i don't know man i feel like i cast a spell for sure that is a sesquicentennial s-e-s-q-u-i centennial what's the gift for that one the gift for that one, I think, is uh, the, the Fountain exploded. of Youth, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of Kevin Costner stuff was being pulled up. Uh, MerriamWebsterDictionary.com, they used Kevin Costner, I guess, as a example of that of that time of, of that, that word of Whoa. that word why though yeah i don't know this like listen I, i'll have a word with or them is or it, i have a word with santa is it a yellowstone ad yeah is reason? it a yellowstone ad i I, don't know. I i disown that word you know what it is a yellowstone thing because okay, he was sense. the guide on the four-part special marking the sesquicentennial of, of yellowstone national park oh, okay that oh. makes sense also um, it's funny you mentioned the Fountain of Youth. I didn't. Because I, I, did, get I did. Small, slight sm spoilers for Avatar. 
that was such a small little plot point that was dropped into there. Have yes, it was. Yes, it was. The, 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 est- the extract from the, the estrogen. Uh, the estrogen. No, the extract from the those whale creatures. I'm blanking yeah, out into them. The um, narwhal, I believe. Not narwhal. No. no. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh yeah, it's like they just get this little vial. I forgot. Like, I forgot taking. about that. Maktao. Taruk Maktao. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. Yeah, that's from the first movie, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I remember. I thought that was uh, the whale's name. That. No, 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 no. Taruk Maktao is... Uh, Jake, like, Jake Sully. Jake Sully's... Uh, like the, moniker, the moniker that he becomes when he, you know, takes on the. Oh, big that's bird that Big guy. Bird thing. Big Bird dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 believe Big Bird from Sesame Street. <laughs> yes, big, big bird <laughs> he takes it him was over. Like yellowish too. Yeah, he also. gets inside of him. How you doing, Shay? <laughs> you know, doing great. Um, we're recording this super early in the morning, which is earlier than I typically ever am alive. So, but you know, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I think I've woken up now at this point. Yeah, we're on UK time for some reason today. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. We're royal, we had to put the royal family right before we kind of yeah, got into did, this. Yeah. We had yeah. a good heated discussion about that. You guys said you love the royal family and yes, you can't wait no to hesitation. You can't wait to kiss them. I believe is the words you said. Can't wait to be part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, are you mar- who are you marrying from them? Well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the one I had my yeah. eyes on is no longer with us. Wait, Andy. <laughs> oh, queen. <laughs> I mean, she was single for a bit. She, she was single, single she at was the end. Single. Yeah. She's she was single at the end, and you know. You know. Um, today's the World Cup, too. Today's, yes, it today is. Today is the World Cup. I know you probably are hearing it after the World Cup, so we don't know who won yet. Yeah, who do you guys think know. is going to win? France. I'm going to go with Argentina. Ooh, so I was Argentina's, going to go with somebody else, but they're not about to <laughs> But they wouldn't be playing. Uh, Drake gave Argentina the uh, old Drake curse oh, by no. saying they're going to win. So oh, shit. Yeah. They're going to not win now. now let's, see, let's see what happens. Oh. Well, this is a repeat of the 2014 uh, 14? 14 World Cup. But they played close. Germany. Argentina played Germany. Yeah, with them being, but France was in the World Cup, last World Cup they won, correct? Yes, but they didn't yeah. play. Argentina, no. They played no. Croatia. Mm-hmm. Croatia. You know what? Italy's not in it. So, so it doesn't it's matter. A, it's a hard time to follow. And Portugal's it. out. So it doesn't matter. Portugal's yeah, out. Nothing doesn't matter matters anymore. anymore. We don't care about sports on this show. Yeah, it's yeah, not the man. sports we, podcast. We were, t- no. we were talking about it. Like, there was no, no one celebrating World Cup. I saw, like, literally, like, I saw a total of three Portugal flags. Yeah. Um, wait, those I are think they were with me. They're, they're, and I was with Shay each <laughs> yeah. time I saw them. They were also my flag. No, no, no. But literally. You were holding them. Uh, like, logistically, when when the World Cup is happening, when Euro Cup is happening, you see this a flood of cars having a right. border. You see all of the flags right. from around Europe or the world for World Cup. But this year, I hardly saw any flags for anything. And I just think it's... Did Croatia play recently? Like, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they played yesterday for third place. Okay, so yesterday, place. I mean, here in the GTA, I did see people posting stories that they were driving through like Streetsville and there were a bunch of Croatian people were flagging, they were waving their flags around. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, like it took me a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the World Cup still. Like, like that's yeah. what that signifies. So that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's interesting to see people celebrate for third place but i mean hey that's a world yeah. that's a world event good for you guys yeah bronze, i would never i like i would never remember who went in third place right no. like who cares yeah or second place it's yeah. like first or nothing no first or die and the story yeah. the story of this world cup for me it's morocco right like yeah. going as far as they did oh they were fantastic um but yeah i mean we'll see what happens with argentina and uh france france so argentina you know it's battle of Sh- europe Sh- versus south america so chaprancer yeah. chaprancer yeah, but Shiblitzen. Shiblitzen is where Shiblitzen? I'd rather be. But I don't know about Dan Donner. I'm telling Dan you, man. Donner? Where were you January 6th, Dan, Dan Donner? Donner? Dan like, Donner sounds like a serial killer. It does. Yeah. yeah. It does sound like well, a Have you killer. heard of that serial killer that's out on the loose? The Dan Name Donner? Dan Donner. They, he dons a, a, the skin of a Dan. Yeah. <laughs> 
As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Also, please subscribe and like on YouTube. We are doing huge things on YouTube. We hit our 1,000. I wanted to hit 2,000 by the end of the year, but I don't think we could do oh, that. But, but we, we had a, that we was had, a we, big we goal at 1,000. That yeah, was a we big hit deal, a, yeah. Yes, yes. And I was like hoping we would hit like 1,500, but... Um, not yet. Oh, you're getting greedy now, man. Mm. I'm not greedy. Yeah. Some people get like 200,000 <laughs> over like some dumbass video of them like doing a stupid trick. Okay. Where's okay. your tricks, man? Where's your trick? I mean, if you had that trick stupid trick, trick, I'm telling you. I'm going to start doing trick <laughs> Wait, videos. Sorry. Anthony, uh, why did you upload you doing a kickflip? First yeah. of all, Anthony, why are you swallowing you... swords? What's going on? Why, when did you learn if this? If you're listening to this on YouTube, please like and like and like because that helps the algo and helps the algo. algo, yeah, it the helps algo. algo. Yeah. Have a good rhythm. Who's algo? Who's algo is the one of the, I think it's one of the reindeer. <laughs> algo, <laughs> algo rhythm. I know, right? <laughs> you know what? You know, speaking of swallowing swords, really quickly here, oh. um, I real I was watching this video on YouTube, or <laughs> I guess that's where that guy had two hundred thousand views. Um, <laughs> but it was about like how they do the trick of swallowing swords, and I was like, oh, I, like, it must be like a collapsible sword or something, and it probably is sometimes. But in this situation, the guy was like, no, all you do first is you swallow the sheath, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> the part that I'm having trouble with is swallowing yeah. that much and keeping it in you. Like it's the sword definitely being sharp is sucky, but like the swallowing of a giant sheath is pretty hard. Like isn't that where's wet? the trick? Where's like the, the <laughs> It's um listen, I have a lot of respect for those who do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But also why? Is that was that the only thing you learned? How, how did you do? figure it? Like how, the, my thing is like how did you learn that you had this ability? How did you practice having that ability? Mm. Cuz you like when you practice something I it's like, it's, "Oh, I messed up. Let me redo practice it." It's a thing, right? Like even yeah. David Oops, Blaine. There goes my lungs. David Blaine's David cool, Blaine, yeah. you know, catching a bullet with his teeth or freezing himself or I don't know, he's in a hot air balloon somewhere. Man, he caught a bullet with his teeth? Yeah. Yeah, he caught that was like really early in his career. I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember watching the special. Yeah. He's and, and then the entombing in the fucking ca- yeah, ca- casket one, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That one was yeah. scary. Yeah. Or not eating for however. Seven, 72 hours? No. No, like 100 <laughs> days. 40 minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's one of those guys that I always think of like of the early days of YouTube. Yes. Because people would just upload videos and I'd just be like, how? How is he doing this? How? It would be like, it'd be like to the pre-YouTube as well. It'd be like those like random video sites that yeah, were like, oh, the specials. Uh, I would watch yeah, the specials. It would be on Fox. Yes. It would be on the streets. Absolutely. one of those Vegas. Yeah. street magicians yeah he would like all the people would be just like oh shit wasn't oh, he in new york no. when we were there wasn't he in a box or some shit in new york when we were, were there <laughs> we just walked past yeah <laughs> hey get out of there man yeah i swear i, don't you, remember. I think he was in new york and people were like yeah david blaine's in there and we're like that oh, sounds okay. that sounds familiar yeah yeah he's in there like we'll get him out <laughs> yeah. Yeah. help him <laughs> please <laughs> we have some crazy news this week not only is it our holiday special but we have a lot of crazy stories to go through in the coming weeks, but I'm going to th- kick it off the coming months. I'm going to kick it to Daniel for announcements because I know 
he's the announcement man i am the announcer no we you know at the end of the day like we've had an incredible year of guests we're going to talk about you know our recap of the year later on in the show but right now on the movie podcast if you want to hear some great episodes you could hear our discussion our interviews with the next generation cast of avatar the way of water so we were really lucky to have bailey bass jamie flatters trinity jolie bliss and jack champion join us who really are the stars of the new avatar film so they are they are here on the show we got to talk to them in person um that was wonderful they're so wonderful to talk to shay you had a great time talking with bailey and jamie yeah they were really really fun really cool i mean we uh we printed out this picture to show them from their 2017 casting photo and I, I love that you know we both got such similar reactions to that image like they were just like there's like this level of not embarrassment but it's like that like that, that cringe like oh my god that was me like oh my god and it was just they were having so much fun with it talking yeah. about how they glowed up from that moment so it was really cute it was really cute and it's again wild to think that you know avatar has been this running you know there's been the running joke of avatar the last 13 years of like when's the sequel coming out and to know that they began shooting this in 2017 five years ago like we were all in a different spot another five years ago but to think that what we're doing today would only come out five years from now is kind of wild to think that right mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's so long so congratulations on them to making it to the finish line to james cameron obviously um we were really lucky to talk to a lot of people from avatar this year so mm-hmm. we got to talk with stephen lang who of course is the villain of the film and john p landau who's uh i don't know why i gave him his yeah. initial <laughs> i gave him his um, <laughs> i gave because it's his, his username instagram, it's his instagram it, username yeah. yeah so john landau michelle uh, rodriguez and michelle rodriguez as well too yeah. um to john, jonathan uh you're so out of the P-U-Rando. circle that you're using his middle name like at yeah. least we're in the circle now yeah, man we call him john or jay sometimes I call him I'll call jp him jp jp, <laughs> JP landau um but yeah no we had a great time talking with him also there's so many incredible interviews out on the feed including you know our discussions with willow uh the cast of willow mm-hmm. um eric bauza who just won an emmy come on like he after talking to us after talking to us he literally was like yeah i'm going to be nominated for my i'm, I'm going to my fifth emmy i'm probably not going to win but it's just, i'm like yeah you're not going to win well you won Shut now mouth, eric and, you won it. and yeah. then you won it so we like you know we love eric bowser he's a great friend to the show now so go check that out and of course all of the other incredible reviews that we've done babylon is out now too you'll be able to watch it in theaters this week we all love that movie so go hear what we thought about it there's so many more episodes coming in the new year we already have probably like four or five special guests lined up already so what anthony said at the top of the show make sure you follow us everywhere instagram twitter tiktok letterbox at the movie podcast on youtube because some of them won't be coming to the podcast side some of them will be only on our socials, so you don't want to miss those um because we really want to make the movie podcast like a platform and uh, we want to get you you know our content i hate using content as many places you can so look out for all of that and more lots to come usually during this time period i i binge watch all my favorite things on youtube you know like i binge watch just because it's like downtime and i'll like rewatch a lot of things that i've watched throughout the year mm-hmm. so yeah binge watch all our interviews on youtube or <laughs> bin, binge listen to all our binge podcasts listen, yeah. on wherever podcast services you use i love that um again topic of the show is going to be our christmas wrap-up but let's get into the news man it's like every time we do it it just a shiver runs down my spine it does it feels good right yeah yeah first news story our only news story you know this came out was it thursday we were we were at our friend um yes (laughs) yes uh watch party 
which for Lego was, Masters. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that quickly, really quickly. Yeah, man. please. Shout out to Nick and Stacy for for Lego Masters season three. Uh, we had Nick on our show earlier this year. Our first yep. guest. Our, our first our, guest yep. of the year. Started 22 off on a high note. And then he kind of like, it's funny because like Nick and I, we, we communicate with all of us and it's a weird way of putting it. We I don't, communicate. We, I don't know why I was yeah. like that. I, I sound such a narc right there. Um, and then he kind of started ghosting for a bit. And I'm like, dude, where did this guy go? And then he comes back and he's like, yeah, I was shooting Lego Master Season 3. And I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. And so we finally, you know, he made it to the top four, I think, at the very end. Mm-hmm. And then we watched the semifinals and we watched the finals. And we're all kind of sitting there like, if he doesn't win, do we do our gracious loser face? You know, yeah. do we do like the, man, applause, there's always yeah. next season. Consolation You know, applause. like, what do we do? And we're sitting in this theater and he wins. And him and, and Stacey Roy won the season finale. Like, that was amazing. Like, we were on a high leaving there. Oh, my God. Like, we, because we didn't expect it. Not that we were anticipating him losing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, guys, that, that final we build had of bets. yours. I yeah. had bets. I had, like, you who are you betting? There's we, a guy we, outside. We, you're betting. Was, yeah. betting were, in the, 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 the amazing part was they were all Canadians. So yeah. yes. like, at the end of the day, like that's amazing to yeah. get all Canadian contestants right in the finals. But yeah, there was like, hmm, I don't know about this or hmm, I don't know about that. So there was, and they were all good. Right. Uh, yeah. You didn't know who was going to win. You didn't Crazy. really didn't know. But it's like one of those events like Survivor yeah. uh, or you watch on TV or Big Brother where you are part of something that's live that yeah. Then, is really it's crazy you've never been in an experience like that where so and they're sitting in the same and we the know them too, right? we, we know, know these them. people yeah when I'm like, yeah. What? Like, what yeah um this it, is not like you know video arcade top 10 this is hold on. Not I, don't where, like, I don't know where that came from <laughs> no i'm like, say i just remember <laughs> I know, your shirt but like, um, you know when you would win that and you're like oh cool i got like i, I want a, a game Sega, game, yeah. game yeah i want a lifetime supply of uh double time max watches how many more do i need yeah no but yeah congrats to them it was uh, wild to see and then we also had this news which anthony is oh, yeah. about to read breaking yeah um we'll kind of like go through it and then react to all these points because there's so much yeah. to this oh my god it's it, sorry really quick before we do that it's funny that i i mentioned this recently in a, in a review we did where i said that the only way that we'd come back from the break is if something like this were to happen and i'm really glad it happened before the break because i don't want to yeah, do a emergency episode christmas yeah. day but i hate that I, I hate that i called out something so ridiculous in my yeah. mind at that time that was like that's never gonna happen it's a benchmark that's like yeah we're gonna be on break but like, yeah here we go okay let's get into it Behind the fall of Henry Cavill's Superman. This is coming from Boris Kitt and Aaron Couch of THR. Nearly two months to the day after Henry Cavill declared on Instagram he was back as Superman, I wanted to make it official, he said in the October 24 clip. The actor was forced to acknowledge that no, he will not be back after all. As the new DC Studios bosses, James Gunn and Peter Safran, chat a new chart a new course for the man of steel in a movie to be written by gun which will feature a young actor in the lead role i will after all not be returning as superman cavill said in a new post on instagram on december 14th after being told by the studio to announce my return back in october prior to their hire this news isn't the easiest but that's life the changing of the guard is something that happens i respect that james and peter have a universe to build the sunsetting of Cavill's time as Superman was the clearest indication yet that Gunn and Safran are mounting a substantial overhaul of DC, a reboot that will cut significant if not most ties to the previous regimes that handled DC movies for Warner Brothers. 
Cavill also shot a cameo in The Flash, one of the four DC movies set to release in 2023, but sources say that that cameo along with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is now being cut given that the studio chose to not go forward with director Patty Jenkins' version of Wonder Woman 3. Dwayne Johnson pushed for his return via the much-hyped cameo in Black Adam and a potential linchpin for Johnson's own DC Universe franchise. But Black Adam has grossed $389 million worldwide, its soft performance calling into question Johnson's much-touted plans for a sequel and an eventual Adam vs. Superman movie even before Gunn's decision. The studio had its own plan as new film co-chiefs Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi wanted to make a Man of Steel sequel, having Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight to write the treatment. Classic character Brainiac was to, was to have been the villain of that piece, a source says, which would have been cool. In the end, he was a pawn in Dwayne's failed attempt to control the piece of DC, one insider observer, Cavill sources say did not have a deal in place to return as Superman, only a verbal agreement that the studio would develop future proje projects. He was paid two hundred and fifty thousand each for his cameo, so he he made almost know, almost a million. He made bag on that, but for like three seconds of screen time, yeah. yeah. But yes, four lines. Gun literally took out a gun oh. and shot the Snyderverse right in the head. Yeah, it is done. Yeah, bury it. Now it's time for a different DC. Yeah, or. DCU, um, Daniel. This is so. This you were is, the first to find out this news. So I, I'm I'm wearing my Superman Christmas sweater right now because I'm like, it, what are morning, we? Good morning. What are we? Uh, what are we talking about today on the movie podcast? Christmas and Superman. So I have a Christmas Superman sweater. Um, I, no, you know what? I'm actually not mourning. I'm, I I'm, know. I'm I'm actually like relieved because like this is something like I think James Gunn is doing what no one has had the courage or like the you know the the sight the smartness to do um f going forward right like the dceu for the last five years has been a mixed bag at best you know what i mean if we look at the last five years of their films we had justice league that came out which was not really liked obviously because it was the joss whedon one not liked we had wonder woman come out which was a huge success critically and box office wise we had aquaman did really well at the box office but people are like yeah it's whatever people are kind of like in the middle with that film and then it's just been obviously the pandemic and then we had all the flash craziness the news with ezra miller we've had whatever that movie was going to be we had the snyder cut come out in some variation in 2021 Right. So it's like it's been it's been kind of everywhere, but it's still just been trying to course correct. I feel like every movie that's come out has been like, oh, is this the course correction for DC? You know, Man of Steel wasn't critically loved. I think it's a controversial. It's safe to say it's a controversial film. Very polarizing. It's a polarizing film. Batman versus Superman pretty much universally unliked mm -hmm. and people might say, well, no, it's liked. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we don't like it. I'm saying look at critically how it did look how it did at the box office yeah i made like 800 million dollars but it's like it didn't do anything past that nope. it really set a set a stamp on the universe and people have been or warner brothers was trying to course correct since then snyder leaves here we are now cavill's had plenty of opportunities to i guess do cameos but has not wanted to do it um and i get it i get why but also like give him a sequel like in those days 
He's 10 years older now. He's He literally was cast as Superman in 2011. <laughs> it's been 11 years since his casting. He's had one solo movie. He's been in Justice League at the end of it. And he was in Batman vs. Superman. Even though he doesn't like have a lot of lines. 18% of the film was something, some, yeah. some sort of like Spider-Man metric out there. Spider-Man Civil War had more lines than Superman did in right. Batman vs. Superman, which right. is crazy to think. It's and It's almost near three-hour film. Exactly. And it's like, you've had plenty of opportunities to do something with him. And I, listen, I would have loved to see another Superman movie. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I was happy to see his return. But we're past it now. Like, there's no salvaging... The DCEU. It's a mess. Like, with the New Line stuff with Shazam. And then, we're. I think a big aspect of what we're going to be talking about now is Dwayne Johnson. Because Dwayne Johnson, like, as it was said in this article, like, really used Henry Cavill as a pawn in him trying to take over the DCU. Black Adam isn't a Superman villain. Like, there's no... It's, it's silly to be teasing. Like, the Black Adam press tour was Dwayne Johnson and co. saying, who, who does he got to fight? It's Superman. Like, it was mm-hmm. him pushing the superman agenda the whole press tour and that's not even to get paid off and it's it looks embarrassing now and then mm. the, the whole thing with dwayne johnson them supposedly like putting also up the press reports the financial reports that aren't true and here we are like gun came in and guns like we need a course correct and the only way to course correct is to blow up the course yeah. and that's where we are now and i'm happy we are i want a younger superman i want a superman that is figure out who he is but also it's gun even said on twitter like this isn't an origin story it's just he's superman he's going through it and like that's where we need to start we need a fresh start i think he's i think he kind of he's getting that inspiration also from the batman you look at the batman isn't an origin story you know we've seen batman's parents you know die a million times it's funny because we've only ever gotten superman's origin story twice really so it's not like we've gotten that a lot also you even look back at um uh spider-man peter parker for example like that's the same thing we're not getting those you know stories again but we're getting these characters in just the early days of their existence yeah you know you look back at, at black adam for example and and people how upset they are right now that you know henry cavill is gonna show up at the end but he's not gonna be you know Black Adam didn't make that much money. Like it wasn't a financial success. It wasn't a hit. So where are these DC fans? Where were you know where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? Like <laughs> where were they? If if you really were a DC supporter, if you're a DC diehard, why didn't you show up in theaters? But why? Why, you, why can't they let Zack Snyder finish his vision though, man? Oh man, I, that's a great question as well. <laughs> I think if you know Black Adam, like you said in our interv- in our review, is the closest to the Zack Snyder world that we've gotten in a very long time. But again, no one showed up for this movie. So, you know, you got to vote with your wallet. Clearly, I think, I, I, I think no matter what, even if Black Adam was a huge success, I think Gunn was going to course correct no matter what. Yep. But I think maybe he might have kept on some elements from it, but I think now he's seeing like, no, 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 this is, we got to nuke this place. We got to build it from the ground up. Let's start from the beginning. And that's what we need. And I think people that are upset, I get it. You know, you, you're, you're fed information and you were lied to or whatever you want to call it. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like it's, it's there, well, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because even if they were lied to, you weren't there to support. You weren't there to you support. You weren't there to support. So who are you getting mad at? You get mad at yourself. Sure. For not supporting. But at the end of the day, like you weren't giving enough of a initiative to really 
as a fan really love this franchise just to complain about it because they think they can do two tweets and then that's yeah, it like probably 12 people it is yeah what I, what I about <laughs> twitter and bots and stuff like, like literally they're like they think that you know sending out a couple of tweets and a change.org email is like yeah. equivalent to a picket line and it's like it's not you're yeah. not doing anything by by spouting your awful vile hate online like it's just some of the worst shit you'll ever see and then be like well i deserve that you know, no one deserves anything like you didn't vote with your wall at that time and you clearly didn't show up and people weren't loving these movies you're all kind of like this is this is like it was just like grasping at straws whenever you mm-hmm. watch these movies like we were trying to find the best in them we talk about how we like batman we're super on here but we're also where it's not what we wanted it's not at all what we wanted from no, that movie like you look at batman versus superman again this could be a whole a uh, whole episode but it's like <laughs> yeah. hold on this is the second movie following Man of Steel, which was a pretty, like, yeah, I had mo- moments of inspiration and hope, but it was also a pretty gloomy it's movie. It's a bleak film. It's a bleak film. And then how do we follow it up? Let's fucking double down <laughs> on the bleakness and let's tell a political, weird side story yeah. with, like, oh, the, the, the people were killed. Framing Superman. Superman. Like, there's so much. It's just wars. convoluted, the movie. Very convoluted. And Jesse Eisenberg you know? was not a good Zod. Uh, sorry, not Zod. Uh, Luther. Luther. Like, yeah. he, was, he was more like of a Riddler type yeah. person right but it's just again it's it's so strange and i think what sucks about this and why this is so fans are in upheaval right now which i get the the craziness that's following this is because less than two months ago oh buddy cavill puts out this video puts out that picture we get super in with the curl like you see this these this happiness and relief on his face he's like yeah i've been probably wanting to play this character for so long this way and here we are and it's like you have egg on your face. I feel like Cavill must be freaking embarrassed as hell right now. He's furious as the you rock. You know, he's probably you, sorry. He's furious. He's at furious the rock. at the rock. He has the same agent as the rock. <gasps> like so, it's like it's it's awkward. Like I feel like there's going to be weird tension there for sure. Mm-hmm. Cavill's going to be doing his Warhammer show. I guess that that Series. was announced. Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's been like on his desk for like years. And, and he's like maybe one day, now, and yeah. now he's like oh because of he left The Witcher. Yeah. Like again, like he left The Witcher right after we heard about the superman stuff right or right before it was like right around that it time. was right, right around, around that, that time it was right around the, the that week time. of if anything yeah and it's like yeah he lost the witcher i mean maybe he was was upset and knowing he wanted to leave but he did it with the hope of becoming superman again and and cavill has a really interesting history with superman because he was deemed like too young to be superman when it was like the jj abrams uh fly by one yep. he auditioned for superman returns didn't get it he finally gets it in man of steel they use him he's liked but i also don't think that we've been able to get a superman that's anywhere as close to iconic to what christopher reeve was right and i think if you ask the majority of people superman like they're going to look at chris reeve chris reeve is i instantly recognizable as superman for a lot of people and i think he is in that he's in the echelon of what keaton was for batman christopher reeve is superman cavill hasn't been given i think the real opportunity the real chance to showcase what that superman could be right because even in a weird choice at the end of snyder the snyder cut of justice league it's like he's doing that the the whole full speech the only thing i really liked in justice league so which one the 2017 one okay with the from whedon is that the ending felt hopeful because you have superman in the world secret identity takes out you know happens in the snyder cut but he's in the black suit again it's a very different feeling and then it's like okay then the world ends yeah you know it's just 
the what DC was trying to do the last 10 years with the Snyderverse, and I think what Zack Snyder wanted to do was make a Zack Snyder movie of Zack Snyder story with DC characters instead of putting what these characters mean forward no. what these stories should be forward there was no plan you can you, tell yeah you can, you can clearly see what Zack snyder liked about the dc world which it was like that graphic novel yeah the dark knight returns or those political thrillers that you would find in like watchmen in yeah in right? the watchmen but right there was no no establishing of these characters to lead to these types of storylines mm. maybe later down the road right not the second film of this world that you're creating yeah and i remember when he when he showed off batman versus superman i was i was wondering is this like a sequel to man of steel or is it just its own movie there was always that confusion yeah and just that like having that confusion you knew that they didn't really have a game plan and they still don't have a game plan all the way up to this point even with flashpoint i don't know if they ever had a game plan of where these characters because for a a company that's supposed to, for a franchise that's supposed to be integrated with one another, they don't really show up in other people's films. You have characters like Shazam who don't show up. They have Superman in Black it. Adam. Like you Dwayne have, Johnson didn't want to show up in Shazam. Yeah. Like, you're a Shazam villain, bro. You're a Shazam villain. Like, it's it's so, this, this misfire and miscommunication between all parts needs to end because you're not doing the fans justice and you're only doing a niche a niche fan service to like such a small small group, group of people you know marvel films are not all great mm-hmm. but they're consistent mm-hmm. and they connect with everyone mm-hmm. if you are a marvel lover and if you're not you have people who around the world that know what marvel films and what the marvel cinematic universe mm-hmm. is and they can under- and they'll understand like okay that's miss marvel or that's captain mary that's iron man that's thor that's she hulk they have a spectrum of places they can visit these things and the story is pretty consistent throughout right with dc you i don't know what aquaman's doing one day to the flash doing another day like yeah. we don't know what's happening where are they taking year. place where are they taking place yeah they move around also what's happening what's so it needed to end it needed to you can't you can't keep over. patching holes like the, i think yeah. it's like that meme of uh uh like whenever they, they slap onto that big aquarium the hole yeah. like to, to cover it the ceiling thing yeah they keep doing that over and over they're like maybe we'll patch it here patch it here at a certain point you got to look at what you're working with and be like maybe we should just rebuild this because clearly i can't fix it there's too many termites yeah everything's gonna go gone to shit and i remember i remember sorry before you go no, down, please, i no, remember sorry. before um there was a gentleman that was in charge of dc Walter no, there was another one. Remember, he had a scandal. Kevin Shazier, but he was yeah. WB. He was WB, yeah. but he was the president. But, but it was that it was that era of like there yeah. was no head of DC. Yeah, yes. but it was Jeff Johns and, yes. and this guy. And it was like this, and like and they left. It was yeah, a messy and business. And, yeah. and, and this happened Chain right. Of the guard happened a lot. Right, right when uh, the pandemic was starting because yeah. that's when like his news broke out that he was like paying girls to do whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, and the Ray Fisher stuff and all yes. that. Right. Yeah. So he said that he Warner Brothers was focused on single individual DC stories. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, it doesn't pan out. It just doesn't work. They need you clearly that idea of having individual stories that are not connected. People don't want that. People want connected stories because they want to feel like what they're watching is they want the hype of a character showing up from one movie into another movie into another movie into another to build this big universe. So they have to start over. You have to start over because you can't have these characters are also older characters now a lot of these characters who've been doing it for 10 of years and they've only had one or two movies henry cavill he's getting older and 
we really haven't seen him much in Superman. Yeah. And what story are you going to tell me? We, we we really needed to establish a young version of Superman. Yeah, because we want to grow up with him. You exactly. Want, you want people to look to this character and be like, oh, this is someone that we're going to grow up and love. And look how he was like as he's matured in this world. Again, not that Henry Cavill's old, but Henry Cavill's what, 38? probably yeah you know it's like yeah he's my age you know it's like it's like you've had and you guys look so alike too that's why it always dude throws me off i know (laughs) um 39 39 years old. he's 39 yeah so it's like you've you've had this character since he's been 29 years old since my age and it's like you could have done so much with him in the last 10 years because again you look at when man of steel came out in 2013 Man of Steel came out in 2013. The MCU only had one Avengers movie at that time. They they were only like six, five or six movies deep by the time Man of Steel came out, right? And you've done nothing, nothing. to mm-hmm. make Superman Superman. You know, like kids, like even even younger kids, the MCU took off so much to what it did because you also got the kids who love these characters to grow up with it, right? Yeah. No Way Home a year ago this weekend came out amazing and you had a huge generation of spider-man lovers in the theaters watching it having the spider-man from their generation represented right Right. and you see the love and you see tom holland tom holland looks so young in civil war compared to like how he's grown and matured in the role but it's like he's gotten avengers films he's gotten his spider-man arcs what does Henry Cavill had a Superman? And people are, again, you feel free to love the movies that you love, but like, what are you holding on to? I think is what I'm I'm looking at. Yeah. There's no universe here that's established. Like, we're looking at um, Black Adam. We're like, oh, this guy has a bunch of like Superman, po- like the kid has like Superman posters and Wonder Woman posters and like comics on it. I'm like, yeah, but when was this established at this? Like, when did this come from? Like, this is, this doesn't mean anything. People will argue with you and say, well, they established it in Shazam. But like, why does this kid not even have a Shazam? poster in his room either yeah you know no like, shazam like you know like yeah it's, it's ridiculous like, it, the, the weirdest part about black adam was how far they wanted to differentiate themselves from shazam that the only person they brought was jimon hansu for a 12 second scene yeah. to just show that but everything else is so distant and disconnected like the world's and again we said it again we we liked man of steel we, we liked batman versus Superman, you know on here but we also understand and you have to look at everything objectively you have to really pull yourself out of loving this movie and be like what is this movie doing what's it setting up what is its purpose because the movie isn't really a standalone film like batman versus superman doesn't have closure it doesn't have a good ending it doesn't f- you, you killed know, superman you don't have a finite second outing yeah and it ends on a cliffhanger yeah. like the the coffin rising like everything so you don't have something that's complete so it's not like you can even say to yourself well this is a fantastic movie because it starts and ends and i feel resolved it doesn't even give you resolution so what are you hanging on to yeah you're hanging on to half a sandwich yeah if that if, if that. that and it's like you look at you look at tony stark dying in endgame and it's like his death meant something Superman dying, like we're, we're told it's supposed to mean something. It was a beacon to the world. You're told. That's you're the difference. Told, and it's like, you're told, you're told, you're told. I'm like, when was Superman ever established? Because if anything, he was a controversial figure after Man of Steel. Within you think, that, you within think a montage world. is going to make me go, I get it you now. You know, oh, the world's mourning for him. It's like, yeah, but like, that's not enough. Like, this is his second movie. Yeah, really, he, how many years have passed from that first one to the second to yeah. really mourn a, someone who's change the world you yeah. know and and th- and that's the thing that's where we are and and i feel bad for henry because you know he's you know 
hasn't been given his due when it comes to Superman properly. I blame a lot of people at Warner Brothers, the changing of the guard. Um, James Gunn is coming in and he's just trying to be like, listen, I want more than anything for us to have a cohesive DC universe. Not every movie needs to be teeing up the next movie. And no. I think James Gunn knows that, especially working within the system of Marvel. It's like, let me take what I love from this, but also let me not do what I don't love about this studio infrastructure. He's got that free reign. Right. And, and course correct and do things my way. I am so excited to have, again, like as much as it hurts, I'm literally looking at my man of steel, like, like collectors, yeah. collector's edition there. It's like, yeah, it hurts. But I'm also just like, seeing superman at the end of black adam we even said to each other i'm like yeah but what does it mean what is it like mean? what is it like but so what like what what does it mean now our excitement only came from seeing henry again but we also all knew at that moment like ugh, like there was that groan inside of us being like this is never gonna work like this is never yes ending, it's yeah. nice to see him but it's not gonna work you're not gonna be able to give me a good superman story and i won't be able to see him in character again properly for another three to four years at yeah. this point because you don't have a fucking story to run off of right so if you're not ready but you just be like i got you a cameo today uh oh when is gonna be done though how's three to four years from now on yeah. like that's not gonna make any sense to me no and it, it just and i and i really do blame like dwayne johnson for absolutely the whole marketing cycle they even spoiled henry was in it like on late night shows and yeah. on interviews it's like well why are you pitching an after credit scene it's like they saw the, the forecast for the, the tickets and they're yeah. like oh guys it, we're not going to do a good weekend okay, i think it's time to say that henry's in the movie you know it's like it's just it's just wild to me and it's like now you guys saw that like dwayne johnson doesn't follow warner brothers discovery or black adam anymore on instagram i know it's so petty but like very petty he and I know doesn't that's just a silly thing to like focus on yeah but it, it this makes was his you know passion project yeah you know, like, follow the thing that your production yeah. team so has made. maybe really have so weird that his heart in it all the way through right I, so that's the thing that's that comes down to you know is this i don't i'm not going to speak on the rock and what it would you know, speak on the rock it's like, it sounds like yeah, a people say like he's a, yeah. listen, i'm not going to speak on the rock when we met the rock when we saw the rock he was like he was a good person i like, like you know i like the rock we like the rock like, no no we like the rock loving his fans and all that giving but, us kisses but like but he knows how to sell now a movie. that now that we know what happened with cavill it was like this handshake deal and this this feeling of an iou kind of moment yeah and and giving him it was a position hope. dwayne johnson into power if yeah, anything right because he again, wanted the piece of dc probably as cavill you're looking at dwayne he's like shit this guy's doing everything his he's holding babies people are crying he's literally like the superman of <laughs> he's got so energy drink uh he's cracking Zola and terramana terramana shade took out his terramana and started drinking it. yeah now that you bought me that i'm gonna return it you're gonna sit on fire you're gonna use it as a molotov thing. yeah oh, no. to your house why <laughs> Yeah. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now that you see that, okay, so he was, you know, this picture that's being painted, like, man, it feels like he was trying to get him to come onto this so he can get people to come watch this movie. Yeah. But he really, it was all for himself. It was oh, all yeah. for The Rock. Selfish. And I'm like, I know The Rock is always for The Rock, but when you see it in this light, it's just, it seems super dirty and super, super selfish. Yeah. Especially because a lot of it and then too, you like, leave the, 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 I know it's stupid to think, oh, it's just Instagram, but it's his fucking passion project. It's yeah. His Instagram. It's his seven bucks made this film. Is it seven bucks? Seven yeah. bucks productions. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but that's also like How another, leave it? that's another reason why I was reading like apparently that, you know, Dwayne was trying to, was setting up uh black Adam at, cause Bl Dwayne was given the option to play Shazam or black Adam. And he chose to play Black Adam. 
and it was like and he's been been offered a lot of different dc roles over the years i think we were i was looking at an article last night about it and he chose like to set it up at new line because it was a little bit further away from warner brothers and he would have more control and that's what he was i think at the end of the day it was all about dwayne johnson banking on black adam being enough of a success that they were going to build his universe and that's what they kept saying on the press store right was we're you know we're building out you know the, this black adam universe you know yeah. where it's like we have the jsa it's like who cares about the jsa you well have, we're still we're getting the jla you know it's like you know they predate justice league and they're but nobody have, cares yeah it, and it's it like, but they all, also like they're not established either but you, know? you can see like he wants seven bucks to make all these films and that's the thing and right that's what and, it is. And, and at the end of the day it was like well, again we won't know the full full story until like one day when it all comes out but like it was really was a him positioning himself into power so he could be the the production company behind all of these future dc films absolutely and i think james gunn come comes in and i don't think i don't think james gunn has any beef with dwayne johnson it's just that james gunn was given a job to do and it's like the only way that i could move forward in my job is by let's go forward with a clean slate and that's the only that's the he only also, way dc could have moved he also forward. has a vision like if yeah. you don't if, if he didn't have a vision he would continue with what dc has right yeah now. he has a vision and he really cares about what you know what these dc characters mean and he wants to give them their due yeah and so how to do that we start from scratch with my vision yeah and i think having I mean, a I'm, game plan yeah. like this is going to work I, I just and I, you have james gunn someone who is he understands he understands comics and he understands the superhero universe style and it's his opportunity to shine and really give it his all and it seems like he's doing that it's right. like he's not shitting the bed on this no and and, and one of the things that one of the things i've been seeing a lot of people upset is like oh it's james gunn he's gonna turn it into like the suicide squad or guardians i'm like no he made suicide squad and guardians very different movies very as well. different movies as well but like those are more his styles of comedy because those characters are so also weird mm. when it comes to making a character like superman he even says he's superman is his favorite character he i think he's gonna know how to write superman <laughs> he's not gonna write forth. superman i don't No, he's not gonna make that. superman star lord he's, he's not, not gonna make him no. like he's conscious of what these people represent exactly right yeah. and i think you know like that's the ability of a good writer and i think james gunn's a great writer that you know the voice of how to write these characters absolutely in. he's not gonna write superman like he's writing rocket raccoon or star lord or harley quinn or blood sport or any of these characters he's gonna write superman the way superman should be written if you're if you're a dc fan Man, how could you not be excited? How could you not be hopeful? How for the could first you not time think like finally? Time. Like, if you're truly a DC fan, you should be excited when any DC movie or whatever is coming out because those are your characters being represented. If you're only happy about the DCEU, then you were just a DCEU fan. Yeah, you're a Snyder fan. You were like, just a Snyder fan. Like that's that's all that you were. And then people come in and they're like, you know. I would have done things differently. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, I'm are an you, associate you producer, a producer on Zack Snyder's Justice Yeah, that's, that's it. You Can't bought wait a, for Rebel You bought a t-shirt yeah. and all of a sudden now you think you're an associate producer. Yeah. No one no one knows how to, to work in this business. Even we don't know. We don't know. And no, I can't imagine. I know. So when James Gunn is coming in and he's doing what he has to do, you have to trust him because guess what? His resume has got a lot more experience than yours. I am so excited as a Superman diehard fan. This is the most like, excited I've been for who superman is since 2011 when henry cavill was announced because this is the first time in such a long time that because the course that we've been taking on the last 10 years we at least were hopeful for what's coming james gunn has said listen this is not the first time he's met a lot of the characters in this movie but he's a younger superman he's going through it and i want to and i want to see that 
You know, like we had Smallville. Smallville is my favorite thing, but this isn't going to be Smallville. This is just a younger Superman that we could build a universe around. Henry, again, unfortunately, this is just how the business works. He's going to be 40 years old next year. You can't keep making him be Superman and starting a universe with him being an already an older Superman. And then you'll see people be like, oh, well, make him Jor-El. Let's just maybe not have anybody yeah. from this world <laughs> attached. And like, yeah. and again, I'll keep reading about um, Jason Momoa wanting to be uh, Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd love that, I'm also totally okay if he's not Lobo because if th- there's so much baggage attached to these people. Sure, yeah. That like... It, I don't want to get any kind of reminiscence at all. And that's the thing, right? And I was thinking, I'm like, I remember when we were talking about who's going to direct Superman. Is it going to be James Gunn? I'm like, oh, what if Ben Affleck wants to do it? Because they spoke to Ben Affleck about directing. Right. But I was also just like, well, maybe you keep the Snyder People anything away, away from, from like the starting at of least this, the right? beginning of this like, yeah. like let's get a couple of movies down here and then you can bring in ben affleck to right. direct so do you guys think I, i'm just curious for for any of you if if james gunn is throwing everything out that also means the suicide squad moving forward is pretty he much knows done. What he's losing the pe- peacemaker is going to be pretty much done yeah the batman matt reeves is very much going to be its own thing yeah so i think we're well, going to get successful and people like it yeah, right and, it, and it, it's know, its own universe it's so, its so own i don't universe. think they're going to connect it all as james gunn and matt reeves debunked it'll be a else world type of story right but it makes sense because as joker is as well too because yeah. it's successful it's not what black adam was not successful <laughs> well, oh okay sorry yeah, yeah. Just, just want to confirm I do just confirm um yeah. and then the batman will have its spinoffs and shows and stuff like that great and then the dcu moving forward is going to be built on superman and that's i think all anyone's ever wanted is this weird great superman movie. weird are you sure that, yeah that sounds crazy. am i saying that right that superman yeah superman <laughs> um the yeah. greatest superhero ever made he is you know? well he he's also overpowered it's too much power okay man. you know you would lose in a fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know man you would lose you you would you go to be like hey superman he like oh, laser that, that your hand. I, would, I, would have, I would have a little like krypton shank he's like wait a minute why do you hug me who are you super now but but here's the thing right i think going forward we're going to see is he going to be OP? I think I was watching a clip from uh, just Zack Snyder's Justice League or Justice League um, <laughs> this morning. Um, and I'm like, man, like when everyone is punching Steppenwolf, it looks the exact same. Like you see Aquaman, Wonder Woman and Superman all punch him. And it's just like a big sonic punch. And I'm yeah. like, all of these, like there's no differentiating None. between like what these characters are like they're all just invincible gods so it's like and and one of the lines that i and i hate again not to to go into the past but it's like superman coming in in his big moment in Zack snyder's justice league when seven wolf is going with the axe and, it hits and it just him? Hits yeah. him, he's like not impressed i'm like why is superman just like a cocky like, bitch yeah like stop <laughs> you know as I, as no as no it's good yeah. it was, no but it's just like but why do you need to be like so boom boom you know <laughs> like I, again we love that score. we love we, we that love score. that score but we it's like it. there's no there's no presence to that you're just like okay superman's going to destroy this guy that they haven't been able to beat this whole movie yeah it's like yeah that's showing him as op and then they all punch him and it's just these sonic punches but it's like you have to show the different levels of all these characters also right? his powers were like very inconsistent like they'd be like oh yeah oh he's also got the ice breath still yeah yeah okay now it's coming into play yeah well, 
they, you never got it because we never got a proper Superman sequel. We never got a Man of Steel sequel. We never really got to flesh out what his powers are and no. really understand who this character is. There was such a fast track when you look at Zack Snyder's Justice League to be like, yeah, this guy's the greatest. I know we only had one movie to show you, but he's the fucking best. And then yeah. that's it. And, and it's funny because when you think about that, and again, in 2013, it's like, that's one of the other criticisms we had. It's like 2013, here we are, Man of Steel comes out. When does the next follow-up come out for the DC universe at that time? 2016. You had three years where Marvel was just eating your lunch every single year yeah. because in that time they dropped winter soldier they dropped guardians of the galaxy they dropped avengers age of ultron they dropped ant-man they dropped captain america civil war it's like you had so many and doctor strange all within that three-year time surrounding when batman vs superman came out so nobody cared anymore right right and like we're in an era where it's like people aren't caring about dc because the movies are so few and far between and the quality of them ranges a lot yeah so next year this is i know we've been talking about this a long time but next year we have shazam which comes out in march yep we have the flash we have blue beetle and we have aquaman that's going to end the year again look five years after the first movie no yeah. mm -hmm. i know pandemic and shooting schedules come into play here but if you're following up a sequel five years later no one's going to care anymore and yeah. now that these films aren't going to be an interconnected universe not that they need to be like for people to care about them but it's definitely going to be a little weird where it's like, oh, these films are just going to release and then it's like... That's it. And then it's done. Like, you know? Also, they, they've they had a super long, like, production cycle as mm -hmm. well. Like, Aquaman 2 started filming so long ago. Like, it was really in the pandemic. Yeah. And it's not coming out till the end of next year? Like, what? Like what is this? Avatar 3? I'm so confused. Like, why is it taking so long? Um, principal production on uh, Avatar... Sorry, Avatar. On Aquaman started on June 28th, 2021. And now it's coming out at the end of 2023. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And the fact that it only started shooting three years after the first movie came out. Also unacceptable. That's so, that's too long. That's way too long. Like, and not like, again, you look, Marvel gets a lot of flack for how they release movies and shows. Sure. But people know who all their characters are. People love who these characters are and they know the stories and they care about them. They show up for them. Yeah. You can't you can't be doing this release strategy the way they're doing now because it's not working. And then people get upset that you know like oh the, the, these movies you know they want them to appeal to a wider audience. Well, yeah, when you're pumping two hundred million dollars in a movie, you want to make a lot of money back. You need a wide so audience. You need a wide back. audience. You need a, you need that general audience appeal. That's why Marvel movies are successful. You don't have to always be like everyone says you know they're too colorful or they're too like fun or happy like which is a weird thing to be upset about by the way how dare you i know that that dc has to be dark sure it can be dark but then you're gonna have to get lower budget movies because they need these it's a business at the end of the day they need to make money back they can't make a 200 million dollar dark like rated r you know movie and then expect a billion two billion dollars back all the time that's not gonna always happen the batman wasn't able to hit a billion you know joker somehow did and that's crazy but we'll have to see with joker to be able to live up to that we'll be able to pull in that much money no it it, it may it may i don't think so but like, I, I also don't didn't even hit a billion so I also, I, and i don't I think agree it, it i don't will. i don't think it will either but there's always that potential to see that crowd come out but also you wonder 
Did everyone just make you know Joker the first one a billion dollar movie because they were curious? They're like, well, what is this going to be? And the I potential think of Batman. And I you think know? that's what's going to happen again with Joker two, and Absolutely. you have Lady Gaga, and it's going to be a musical. So I think people are going to show up, even if it doesn't hit a billion dollars. It's going to make, make a, a lot, lot of money. money. It'll, It'll make money. back for, more than it. It'll be profitable for the production budget, right? Exactly. Exactly. So a couple of days at, before the Henry Cavill, there was the Patty Jenkins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Please. She thank you. Gave the the her script in for. Wonder Woman 3 to uh, James Gunn Pete Saffron no uh, I think it was just uh, like Michael to, DeLuca yeah. and oh sorry Pam sorry yeah. yes and it was rejected because it wasn't the vision and then she came out with her little Instagram post about how she loved about what she loved about Wonder Woman but she won't be directing Wonder Woman 3 and really didn't know what where you know where yeah. wonder woman was and i think gal gadot came out a couple of days after before that saying i love wonder woman yeah, yeah. It's so funny. And it's just like awkward see how like disconnected dis they are disconnected man. and no communication and just how everyone feels like they're on their own building these things and really there is no no one in charge to really guide these directors and producers into what is the big vision for these characters and i think these directors like dwayne johnson patty jenkins had this vision for wonder woman it failed with the second one and i think that's where a lot of people like me have kind of lost hope in her vision of wonder woman yeah because it just became one was great one but, was but probably the best film of the dceu yeah right? and the second one is just such a polar opposite of what one is yeah. and it's just so bad but, but even even when you say that sorry when you say it's the best one the dceu that's still not a very high regard you know like yeah. it, it's it is a good movie i like the first one movie but there's so many things in that film that i'm like that's cheesy that's stupid like that doesn't make any sense still but still great stuff like you talk about no man's land fantastic sequence yeah but overall it's still not like a really good movie it's just it's it's, it's a good film it's a really like, good movie a good but it's, like, it's not like the best like it's not like no. oh like wow this is gonna pave the way and I, and I think it's mostly because of the third act of that film for sure is where it falls off yeah i think acts one on the mascara and then act going two. to the world phenomenal uh, the world war fantastic and then it's that third act that really really that hinders that yeah. movie but yeah but wonder woman was also seen we were hyped after watching we were super hyped after because watching we it. also just had man of steel and batman vs <laughs> superman where we were just like and suicide squad where we're just oh, like man. god wonder woman we thought like wonder woman is that this is the turning point for dc this, this is, is where it's where gonna the, get really this good is where it's gonna start getting really good and then a few months later justice league came out and we're just like holy huh, shit what are we doing hey, we're talking about suicide squad horrible movie horrible oh 2016 yeah, yeah the first, first one, one. Yeah. yeah horrible film and and it's again like there's no building a universe in there because there was so i feel like every single de decision within the dcu was controversial and i think it all began i think the controversy all began with the casting of ben affleck as batman i think literally that was the point that was the flag point of this universe is going to be very different it was literally that moment because yeah, superman breaking zod's neck was a controversial thing but you could have built on it with better writing mm -hmm. in the sequels but as soon as ben affleck was cast as batman and i'm not saying this is a bad thing no i'm just saying that is when the controversy started that's when we were, they were like oh we're gonna be a polarizing yeah. you know now it's and then it's oh we're casting gal gadot as wonder woman which is a big controversial thing at the yeah. time we're casting jesse eisenberg as lex luther mm, we got weird. jared leto as joker yeah and it's like it was all of these decisions built upon it and then the film just were not doing well. and then you also have like they also like skipped over major storylines like you have you look at you know batman or superman and clearly 
you've already had the Red Hood storyline occur or, or something along you've those had lines. A Batman who's been Batman for 20 plus years, but also the police still don't believe still he exists. Yeah, he's like a myth, but also then he had a he had a Robin, Robin's dead. And, and it's Dick Grayson who died. It's Dick Grayson that, who died, which is a different I one. Like all the all the lore that we got for those movies too was all just from like Zack Snyder posting on Twitter on Vero. or Vero. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, this is this was going to be Dick Grayson or like, oh yeah, he already had this fight. It's like, yeah. but why though? It's you, like, oh, well, why, why did we get to see any of Even that? Wonder Woman herself was always like this mysterious character like you did you didn't she's been in the history forever for a hundred years we'll yeah. say at least and this is her only appearance in the snyder's world yeah is yeah the you know doomsday she she, she even t- held then, herself from the world for a hundred years i'm like yeah but there was another world war after yours right and then you got patty jenkins telling the story well, she, well in the 80s she was there but like yeah that doesn't make sense because it felt like when Ben Affleck, but when Batman saw Wonder Woman and saw the picture and compared two to two, it's like, who well, is this? This is the what same is person. This? Yeah. Oh my oh, wait, god! She was in this huge event that happened in the eighties. What? No one remembers that. No. Things like that matter. Oh, Those no little... one does remember it though, because didn't they wish like everyone? Oh said, yeah, they remember wish the wish film and everyone at the end. Well, I don't think they wish for people not to remember, but it was like that. Uh, like everybody unwish your wishes type thing, and it's like, what the fuck is this movie? And you know, then, like <laughs> reverse rub <laughs> oh, the lamp. I forgot that yeah. part then. Yeah, but I, I wish I, I didn't remember. I, I, <laughs> little little <laughs> things like that make they th- those little we'll say strings need to be uh, they may, need to make sense. Yeah, especially building a world like this, you can't build it just on oh okay one day Wonder Woman's flying her plane and the next day well she can't fly anymore because you know it disappeared yeah yeah even though it is she lost it it's invisible right remember visible plane um yeah it just i'm so happy that this is happening and it's heartbreaking i think for me the most heartbreak i get is for cavill because at the you know two a month and a half ago he came out with that video and he was so happy he did all those red carpets for other premieres that he was just up uh, you know showing up for and everyone's like how do you feel like come welcome back, back man welcome back we and can't wait like, i feel hopeful i feel like this is you know I'm, we're gonna do him justice this time and all that and it's just a bug squash and i said it in a couple of podcasts ago you know i wonder how james gunn is going to manage the harder decisions and that because of his position you know you have to be a certain type of character and have a certain type of thinking and feeling and how does that come out of such a like james gunn wants everyone to do good like yeah right clearly all the people that he's helped and made part of his movie you could tell um but you know he had to make this decision and it's yeah. it's a hard one i don't think this is the end will like i don't think this More is gonna come out well no i mean like i don't think this is the end of cavalist superman I just think it's the end of Cavalier really? Superman now. Because I think one day, one of the biggest events in the DCU is going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths, where his version of Superman will show up. And it will be grand, and it will be big, and it yeah. will be yeah. a huge thing. I think I, get, I no, can see that. There's I can no see that other, 10 years from now. Yeah, yes, absolutely 10 years from now. And he can be old Superman. He can be Superman, Superman Earth yeah. 1. Because yeah. there was that Earth 2 Superman that with which was the main Superman, but yeah. that Earth One Superman yeah. was from the 1930s. And he had, it wasn't Kingdom Come. He had gray hair, yeah. but he was just like this great Superman. He dies yeah. because Superboy, Superboy Prime what? kills him. Yeah. Oh. 
which is great. It's just yeah. that great story. But in, here's the thing. If, if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield could come back, Henry Cavill yeah, could come back in absolutely. the future. And Henry Cavill, I believe that one. It's not like he's aging to the point where he's like an old man. No. The guy's like no. pretty jacked. His muscles are gone tomorrow for some reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's the biggest event DC has has we'll on the build play. up too yeah they, because there's nothing else after like yeah. there's there's little stories but the crisis on infinite earths and then identity uh infinite crisis that happened yeah many years after those are huge events that right. everyone will remember and i think that's where they're they're james they gunn is kind of you. directing because yeah. we had infinite gauntlet which is the biggest marvel right event and then it was secret wars after that and then like even things like civil war was a huge event but right. we told it in such a small story so yes, I think those I think are the worst. Come back, the, yeah, the yeah. Path, I believe that. But I down, believe that. down the road for sure. Very, road, very far down the road. Like I can't even see that road right now. You know, <laughs> no, do, you, do, you guys, low. do you guys think there's anything from this current DCU that moves forward? Yeah, Ezra Miller for sure. I think he's gonna push I, forward. And we, be the we, we talked about you know Peacemaker. We talked about uh, we had the Flash, the Shazam, we have Aquaman, Shazam. Anything. I think it needs. I don't know where Blue Beetle stands. I don't Blue know. Blue Beetle's coming out as of now. Again, I wonder. Like, I, I think does it take part in the same universe? What you I don't said. Know. What you said, Anthony, and what you said, Shay, when we started this discussion, we spoke about this like world-ending events. Like, this is what we would talk about if we were on break. Correct. You just said we always wondered what is James' role here? Is he going to make the hard decisions? And I think that with this news that came out this week, there is nothing that's off the table. James right. Gunn could go anywhere with this. Absolutely. And he's able to make whatever decisions he wants because clearly Warner Brothers just says, do what you want. Yeah. Make, make us successful. Make us money. Make us money. And he knows to do that, that they are willing to throw out 10 years worth of storytelling. Air quotes. Air qu that was established because we need a clean slate moving forward. If you want any type of semblance of what Marvel has, again, they're not going for the Marvel formula, but they are going for at least what Marvel has in cohesive storytelling. Right. This is where it needs to begin. So I'm really curious because you said at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year they have more news to share about what this is going to be. I'm really curious. I wonder if they have an actor in mind, what they have like in plight going forward. Yeah. Give well, me that give me that, you know, that Marvel phase one, yeah. two, three breakdown that they do. Like I'm okay with seeing a bunch of titles on the screen because at least this time I'll believe it. 100%. It's not going to be a press release again. And we knew uh, that was another moment that I felt like we were oh, doomed yeah. to fail for the DCEU. It's like, again, not that we were doomed with the Ben Affleck announcements. I'm just saying this is controversial. Yeah. But when the movies and casts were announced on a press release on a random Green Wednesday, Lantern Corp. Green Lantern Corps, Ray Fisher, Cyborg, Ezra Miller, Justice League Flash, 1 and 2. Justice League 1 and 2. Um, this is happening. This is happening. It's like, yeah, but there's no fanfare to it. And then that was one of the first times Marvel did their event for, yeah. let's show you what's happening in Phase 3. Yeah. And now every movie announcement should be special. Yeah. It should never just be what we've been getting on Twitter the last 10 years with DC. It's like, oh, there's a Hawkman movie in development. No. No, there's not. There's like, not. There's maybe somebody thought about it. Yeah. And they're, it's being published everywhere pulled, yeah but you don't really see that with marvel or when you do see it, it's like oh there's rumor this is happening then at the next event marvel will be like and this is happening and there are creative ways of going around it too like not everything has to be a bit i think for dc to really establish who they are yeah 
it makes sense to do a fan like not I don't know, a fan of it or some sort of event which showcases this is what we have for the next five years yeah because when they did you know when they did wolverine and deadpool there was such a creative way of doing it because right. it was like let's throw it on let's make this yeah. trailer and let's yeah. throw it on youtube it wasn't this huge event that they had to but i think for dc because it's been so long and we have no one driving the car and now that we do we need to really showcase give us some hope we you, you yeah. gotta tell you gotta say you know you think marvel is good look at what we have yeah and we need you need that competition you need yeah you need these two to kind of like butt heads because you want to create these worlds and what marvel did which no one has ever done is create a war create characters and create universes that appeal to everyone like there is i could tell you people who would never read comics yeah love the marvel universe because of these movies and how great they are right. look at wandavision like did you ever think people were going to care about vision yeah. and scarlet witch like this much this much more people yeah. know who vision is more than they know who like superman is at this point yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. that's that's what's wild and that's what about. matters that's what brings money and that's what brings these yeah. great stories because when you create this dynamic of the two you put like you know the importance of these characters and make people really care and yeah. that builds more stories and builds yeah. those things that we wish we always had as kids and it's not competition like it's, no, it's, it's yeah. competition like but kevin feige and james gunn have always said like but we just want we want competition you want each to challenge each other but you also want the other ones to succeed because they're not just fa like kevin feige isn't just a marvel fan he started working for richard donner yeah they're the man comic who gave fans. superman like they are fans of comic yeah. books they more than anyone know that if DC is like, and I'm just using an example because not all, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. If DC is pumping out shit, that's going to reflect on Marvel because people are looking at what DC is doing and they're getting tired of it. They're like, oh, this is dumb. This is stupid. Super Superhero movies fatigue. And then people aren't going to start showing up for Marvel. Correct. Because it's like people are going to start categorizing it as all superhero movies, put Correct. it in the same box. And that's how you start to get like the that balloon to really collapse because the quality is not there. Do you know how many times I've heard people say like, oh, I watched that Marvel movie, Batman or Superman. Or like just, they'll <laughs> say things that like, you're like, no, no, that's a DC film. They're like, what's a DC? Yeah. Like, DC's done so much damage to their brand. They don't yeah. know what DC is anymore. But also, and I'm th this is the most wild thing I'm going to throw out there and I think maybe you guys will agree. I'm going to hold down. Please hold, hold, hold down. If DC is successful, if they're able to do such an amazing job and make such quality content films that like really rival Marvel Studios, then there's a potential that one day in the world we might get a Marvel versus DC movie. I, yeah, I said that. hundred like, percent. I said that. Yeah, Kevin Feige and, and, and James Gunn are already great friends. And again, if there's quality and it matches, it's like you want to bring that friend over to your house, but you don't want to make a mess, right? Yeah. You're like, hey, man, like we don't want my mom play, doesn't we don't really yeah. play with you. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, we, like you've got like a you've got like a really you got lice. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, you can't come over. But you get rid of your lice, you're over at the house. But you know, it's funny though. It's funny you mentioned that. Guess who was campaigning for a marvel versus dc movie this year i know i know Dwayne daniel, Johnson, daniel like, we, you gotta bring it like up Dwayne, eh? like you're not like i'm sorry man you're not gonna be the one to make that happen man like you're uh, black like again you chose to play black adam man like again like i get it you look like him this has been your thing you wanted to do but it's like you can't build a universe around shazam weekend which no offense to our shazam fans we love shazam he's not an a-lister 
No. He's not he is not the, the he's not someone that you build a universe around. No. And then you you're playing his villain and you're trying to make it's like trying to it's like doing a Fantastic Four movie without like, oh no, Doctor Doom doesn't oh sorry, a Fanta- Doctor Doom doesn't want to fight the Fantastic Four. But why? You know, he wants to fight <laughs> someone else. It's like, no, but like but he's your villain. Yeah. You know, it's like the Joker wants to wants to fight Wonder Woman for some reason. It's like, <laughs> it's like you, okay. why are you building your universe off of yeah. like promising this fight? You know, and it, it was very snake oil it, salesman. It, it was something that we already saw too, because we already got that Batman versus Superman. Why does Superman have to fight Black Adam? You know, like why yeah. does he have to be put in a position where he has to fight someone? Yeah, and we've already seen Black Adam in his own movie fight someone who has a lot of power. So what is it going to be? Just a repeat of? We've seen Superman fight Zod. So is this just going to be them destroying another city? <laughs> right. You know what exactly. I mean? It's like what what is this fight going to be? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You they look at I think they look at it as a very singular view of oh you need the un. Unstoppable force means the unmovable objects. Like, yeah, but oh. you don't need to do it where it's like the power levels are the same. You know what I mean? That's not interesting. Look at what the Dark Knight did. Batman could beat the shit out of the Joker, but that's not what makes the Joker an interesting villain, right? And that's when where they use the, like the unstoppable force meets an unmovable object yes. properly, right? It's not just because they're the, the copy and paste of the same characters. It's because there's actually motives and emotions and character dynamics that make that an interesting story and at the end of the day black adam was the most fine movie we watched it's like fine yeah whatever like it's there's cool moments in it but it's also feels like a movie from like 10 or 12 years ago Mm -hmm. but it's like that's not moving the needle forward at all definitely not you're not exciting people people didn't really show up for it as much and to see what Dwayne has been kind of like pushing on socials the last uh few months last couple months and like comparing it to like to the first avenger i'm like yeah dude but you're not building the universe from there and it just it's just been really just he also changed the character's story arc like yeah he made him a good guy he wasn't a black adam's not a great guy and that's what makes black adam black adam like yeah he's this um, bad guy that's anti-hero but you also like the things that he does and what he represents he's not an evil no. dude he represented an evilness in the beginning of his career in the comic world but i think what we know of black adam since uh 52 or new 52 after that whole relaunch relaunch yeah. he was someone who really cared for that that city that 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 Kondok. country conduct so and he would do anything it took to make that place you know the mecca of the world for yeah. him and clearly how they envisioned black adam was like they didn't get that across properly and i think that's where they missed the mark on the whole story and i feel like that's just Dwayne and just Dwayne not having the ears or even the hair. He looks like Black Adam so much. Physically. Physically. Even his face structure looks like it. Yeah. It's just he missed the mark on a lot of the little things that would have put that movie over. Like sometimes I wonder, like, did he even read a Black Adam comic? Like, did he spend any time researching the character? Because it never feels uh, that way. I was seeing uh, in the article that I was reading last night as well, too. You saw Dwayne Johnson tweeting a lot about lobo in the past where like there was he almost played lobo and then he was he was also campaigning too for green lantern where you'd see him do teases on instagram and twitter and this is like in 2011 2012 right so it's like this guy obviously was down to he was pushing himself to be whatever character he wanted you he's know just, he's too big it. for any character that's the problem yeah. with the rock he's too big for any care like comic character to play because you'll always see the rock yeah you won't see anything you won't see the character yeah it's okay when he plays hobbs because like it's but he made that, that character like his own. Made, that, right? That's yeah. his own character. It's an established you character. You can't do that with superhero existing characters IP. and yeah. existing IP that yeah. people have a love for. They want the character that they've read on the big screen. We didn't even we didn't even touch on 
Green Lantern either, because that's technically part of the DCEU as well. Is it coming out? It was like no, no, no. I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Oh well, they well it it's yeah, it's not part of the DCEU. Well, like, like that but was the, their but, goal was to they, eventually get it they there, wanted, right? They wanted to, but I think even James Gunn was talking about uh, uh, that on Twitter this week, because somebody was saying like, oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds was going to come back. And yeah, he's like, like no, and, and he's like, no, he wasn't. No, you know, like they, I because yeah, because we go back to Green Lantern in 2011. That was supposed to be the starting. Yeah. The start it, there were so many false starts in this so world, right? So many false right? starts. It's like you had, again, and look what happened with that. It's like very similar. Like, you know, it like things repeat all the time. It's like Nolan's doing his Batman trilogy, doing his own thing. Well, DC's trying to do their own, but we finally have someone steering the ship. That kind of just inspired a thought in my head. Like, do you see Cavill ever going to the MCU? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think yeah. I think that's where they'll thrive. You know, it's like when a, when a player leaves a shitty team. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, we haven't won a championship yet. Kind of like the Leafs, I guess. Kind of <laughs> that happens a lot with them because yeah. you have a lot of people like Henry Cavill as just a person as yeah. an actor. So you have the opportunity to take him and put him in. It's going to be difficult because all you're going to see is Superman. But do you put him in a character that's similar to Superman, like Sentry or Hyperion? Hyperion, yeah, who's yeah. from a different Earth type of universe. Or do you throw him in as Wolverine? Because he is, even though he's a tall guy, he also looks short. Yeah. I don't know why. He I can look stocky, his, I think. His, his, his mass. He's super, he's super wide. Yeah. And his head is not as big as his body. Right. So and I, it, I know he's been rumored a lot for wanting to play that role as well. Right. And he would be a great Wolverine. Yeah. Because he has the build quality and he has... The claws. The he, has claw, claws. he has the hair too. Because yeah. I remember, remember in The Man of Steel, he comes out of the ocean with... You know, he has the, the beard, hairy he has chest. Hair, he, I remember that scene. Of course I did. <laughs> just put claws <laughs> on him. And, you know, yeah. put some... He could be... I don't want a shorter Wolverine. I don't think it'll look good on screen you don't want a short king yeah well it's not it's not that it's just i just don't <laughs> just see when i see wolverine even in the comics you he want looks bigger him, even right? though he's shorter you want bigger because because i think i think hugh jackman's too big as wolverine yeah he's too tall he's, he's very because you need someone in the middle hugh jackman has almost like a clint eastwood like presence yes he's just like very tall and like yeah. he's he's like clint eastwood would have been kind of lanky yeah, yeah he's, he's, he, he been is because yeah. hugh jackman obviously is is huge and ripped but when he's not he's a lot more he's, slender, right? he's like groot you yeah, know he, in the first guardians film um but when when i was thinking like wolverine and, and comic book panels we always see wolverine at the forefront in his panel so we always look looks very top big heavy. and then yeah, we see him like when heavy. they do like the ones from afar he's just like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a little um, fighter <laughs> yeah but uh yeah again I'm, I'm curious to see what marvel's gonna do if they're gonna embrace him i don't think they'll put him in a superman-esque role no no i just again i just want henry cavill to do to thrive i want him to thrive you know in 20 yeah. i think it was 2018 or 2017 I, I remember talking to you guys about this when we were leaving black adam you see a, a a picture that Dwayne posted on Christmas Day. Yeah. Henry Cavill and Dwayne Johnson were together on Christmas Day, sharing their uh, Terramanas. Terramanas and uh, Zoas, probably. Yeah. And like they were talking, like yeah, like Superman, like you know how Dwayne does his weird hashtags, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, the the man in black meets the man in blue or something like that. Yeah. It's like they were already teasing this five years ago, and. Yeah. You know, the kids in Avatar were already shooting. Yeah. <laughs> back, they were shooting the movie already. Yeah, and they grew like, up. And they grew yeah. up, and now this movie's out. But, like, they were already teasing this back then, but it didn't work. And now, again, it sucks that the way things happened the last 10 years, but 
for the first time like i was saying i am so hopeful for the future of dc and don't get upset before something comes out like wait to see james has already ruined it though the, oh yeah He's i, already forgot, ruined I it. forgot about that you know fire james gun fire james gun no like let's just 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 give it a chance you've given a chance to whatever the hell that thing was before and it didn't work out clearly like like you can't say it worked. You can't say what came before. Mm-hmm. You can't say the DCEU worked at all because there's no chance. Now, there will, there, you don't have to be a psychologist or a doctor or a scientist to know that it didn't work. <laughs> you can literally just be born today and be like, yeah, the DCEU didn't work. It's just a fact. And yeah. it's unfortunate. And you need it change. It sucks. You need change. You need change. You, at this point, like, I, I wanted my lifetime to watch a good DC Universe movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. And, and even like Marvel. Marvel needs to change too like and they will and they will and that's the thing like you have to give these people the opportunity i think kevin feige knows that he has to change the dynamic of marvel films because if he wants this to continue he's you know pushing out every type of you know superhero film out is not going to always win they he's also dealing like if we can use kevin feige as an example he's dealing with the weakest set of characters in the mcu right now and he's still delivering mm-hmm. look at that like and, and that's that's what's wild to me mm-hmm. where it's like like are you talking like weakest in terms of like characters well, from the comics like power levels or just like n- as a known, I think that's a known right when like, you when you remove iron man captain america thor yeah who else like, but and, you know? and that's the thing he's still they were still and i'm he but like marvel was still able to make them successful because there is at least good storytelling characters that you like behind it and there's a power of knowing like yeah this is what's in the world of marvel where with dc we've been having this thing where it's like well it's sort of connected you know like they dropped that line in aquaman that you know you helped defeat steppenwolf and then shazam you know freddie has a battering ben affleck's battering somehow you know it's like there's no cohesiveness there's no tissue and again not every movie needs to lead into the next one but you at least want to have a foundation you want to have a structure where it's like like shay said it's like one day we may get a dc versus marvel movie but there's no way in hell marvel wanted to get anywhere close to the shit show that's been the last 10 years yeah they were just like hey man yeah we'll hang out someday you know when you bump into somebody that you don't want to hang out yeah, with? yeah we got to make plans dude, for that well, you know? yo, honestly you text me your address and I'll, I'll be there that's what they kept doing i remember uh i, I think this was like in the ni- 1995 96 i bought the 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 issue of marvel versus dc because it was like one of those events it wasn't the greatest book ever but it was like interesting yeah. to see Batman versus Captain America. Yeah. Or Aquaman versus Submariner. Yeah. Uh, and who would Batman win? versus Wolverine. Or there was... It, uh, I don't know if it was Batman. Because Batman played fought Captain America. Oh, Batman for Captain America. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but they did Shazam versus Thor. And yeah. they had like this oh, cool. interesting like dynamics like magic, 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 water, water. Right, right. It wasn't the greatest story. Um, I think... I think... Um, I don't know who Superman fought. I, for, I forgot who he fought. I think he fought uh, Onslaught as magneto and and <laughs> perf- awesome. perf- perf- professor Ice. but it was a cool story but it wasn't the strongest right but i think for these two worlds to continue i think they need to fight each other <laughs> i know that sounds weird but like eventually superhero films will like become boring because you're like oh i've seen yeah, this i've yeah. seen this i've seen this absolutely and you put those two together those hype worlds you create a, if you create a great dc universe there, Marvel already has a great Marvel universe. If DC universe, thing, then once you even create the DC universe, you can go and tell other stories. Yes. Like, imagine, I, th- I think it's too late now, but imagine we got more Batman from Michael Keaton. Like we actually got well, the story well, of Michelle well, Pfeiffer and like Catwoman and Batman 
having that relationship which was the strongest of all yeah. the relationships that i've seen of those two well there was there was a rumor too that one of the films that was canceled at dc was a batman beyond film with michael keaton i'm like yeah that would have been great but you also realize that like you know what like it wouldn't work now it wouldn't work because you the amount of sacrifices that i guess you have to make in starting fresh because we know michael keaton's back in the flash and he was back in batgirl and again, he Gunn wasn't there, but with Batgirl, but like he came in, DC already hired scrap that film. It's like it's easier just to move on and be like, you know what, we have to just push forward. We, yeah, we're gonna probably lose a lot of cool ideas along the way, but we gotta move forward because having another Batman on screen, yeah, because there was a there was a time this year where we were like, shit, we have Robert Pattinson, we have Ben Affleck's coming back, we have Michael Keaton going. And it's like, there was just so much happening that, you know, we just have to start fresh. I was going to say, like, we look at, people look at Eternals as one of Marvel's failures. Sure. You know, we really liked Eternals. It got <laughs> yeah. Ron, uh, Ron on, has Ron Tomato score. Yeah. Um, still made more money than Black Adam did. <sighs> is what I'm saying. Like, it made $402 million worldwide, which is still not bad. Yeah. It's not big Marvel money. No. But it also It's released, a low performing Marvel number. You know, but, but it's like, it's still made bank. Yeah, so and it's like this is Eternals that no one really cares about, and no one knew who the Eternals. No were. one knew the Eternals were. Yeah. There's no major actor in that film. There's a good cast, yeah, but it, there wasn't like we had, Ben we had, Affleck pulling it. Yeah, you know? it was or like the, the Rock. The biggest actor we had in that movie was Angelina Jolie. You know? Yeah, yeah, she wow, was like you're a right. Side character in the whole. Yeah, yeah she wasn't even like, heavily marketed that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Yeah, but you don't have the Rock. You have the the Rock alone should be pulling in a billion just by his name according to to rock him yeah <laughs> so that's where we are now with dc again i'm very excited to see again we're not this is not the end we're talking about this yeah, is, no, no no this year it is this year and again what so shay what's your next benchmark what about now? nostradamus what's your next james benchmark? gunn leaves the dcu <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it anymore guys. I'm, I'm not <laughs> so stressed out wait wait you just you no. just you no, put it last in the world week now. you said what the fuck <laughs> cavill would cry yeah. Yeah, he'd be like, so am I, I would coming cry. So the guy who <laughs> the would be knocking on the door and be like, am I coming back am I now back? or what? What yeah. am I doing? <laughs> Get out of here. You. <laughs> but I think when we come back, we'll have more news. I think. I hope. Because Gunn said that there will be title or not titles but a, a timeline will be released in the new year they yeah. should i think in january they need to. i think he wants to do it in january i think start the year right his discussion with Saslav um was great and people liked it and liked his vision and what the timeline looks like and i think he's going to release that one question for you and we're going to be invited gun 100 you're going to send us send us shoot us out of a gun last question i have for you guys on this no more questions what year does james gunn superman come out 2024 uh either four or five yeah i'm gonna say 2025 yeah i think four is the beginning of december 17th or whatever friday <laughs> whatever whatever that the second third week of is this yeah second week of december second week of december that friday that's when superman comes out 15 that's the 15th 15 uh, yeah. i'm gonna say like 24 would be great but I think 25, like, they're just like... Oh, so that, I was looking at 23, my bad. Yeah, I think I think 25 is just like, we're going to do a Superman movie dropping in 2025. 13th. And that's going to be the first 
in a in a ten year plan from twenty twenty five to twenty thirty. I think that's that's realistic. That's very realistic. Like that gives them enough time. I think if for some reason they were able to fast track, which I don't think they will, then it'd be twenty twenty four. But that is the hope. Yeah. The truth is, it'll be twenty twenty five earliest. Yeah. And one thing, one thing we should keep in mind now that Avatar two came out and the technology that we've seen in Avatar two, it is crazy to think that live action is going to transition into something very similar to Avatar style of shooting, mm -hmm. where it's like such real CG where you, the actor is just motion capturing at this point. Right. Okay. Well, we, uh, again, what we should do, like we did back in the day, um, in the I new year, we're gonna say, I know we're going to say, let's pitch our Superman yeah. movies sometime in the, in their early new year. Um, because I doubt whatever gun has announced, it's going to include storyline or casting or anything. And again, and casting is going to be interesting because we're going to be looking at younger actors, but, um, yeah, we should definitely pitch what we want a Superman movie to be. Kind of like how we started the show with the pitching our Batman film. Exactly. We should start next year with pitching our Superman movie. Yeah can't believe it's the end of the year what a year yeah, it's been what yeah. a year is this our wrap-up let's let's, let's lead into the what, let's do, wrap do we, it up do we have let's talk we had about some trailers, trailers that, we had some trailers that dropped yeah let's trailers. talk about some trailers scream scream five scream six, six. six. scream six yeah. sorry yeah. scrix 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 yeah. <laughs> i believe it was doing scream six and barbie we forgot our first look at barbie Barb. Uh, but let's talk about scream six clearly they're in New York. They're yeah. on a subway. Home Alone too. They're getting stabbed. <laughs> I feel like Scream Six lost Scream in New York. Six lost in New York. You, you mentioned Daniel that you like the dynamic of the the idea of like this is now happening in a big city. Yeah. So, instead of a smaller Did town. You but you also said I like. <laughs> yeah, you were mentioning. Wait, you I think you were talking to me about it, and you said like, yeah, I like that. You know, Scream is now that scene where they're all in the subway mm -hmm. and all these scream characters show up and yeah. it looks like they're being haunt hunted and just imagine like, it icon. all takes place on a subway <laughs> damn but it's also new york so it's yeah. a pretty big place so you can get some interesting type of storyline yeah. where it's not like okay i gotta we gotta drive over to one house to another house yeah. this is not happening at a house party yeah, yeah this is definitely happening we're done with the in suburbs the biggest now city in yeah. the world. you know i we're think going to the metropolitan side i think scream 5 did such a great job of being like yeah let's be meta about yeah. this is kind of like do like a force awakens of like this is very similar to like to the first film but we're doing our own thing yeah i think bringing that now to new york city is gonna be really really cool it reminded me of jason goes to jason kills yeah. new york or whatever jason goes to manhattan did you take manhattan i think yeah kills manhattan yeah. or yeah. takes manhattan yeah. i don't know jason why made in manhattan. i think it's jason the subway <laughs> sequence <laughs> yeah well that they the people kept you know quote tweeting that with like the scene where he pushes the lady yes, on the subway yes, yeah. and they're like i want this to happen because there's a jason mask in the subway in the scream six trailer as I well bet you it will. there was Damn. also a great um ready or not there was a good ready or not vibe um, same or, writers same, or directors same directors yeah. yes that's it um but it looks it looks great i think when you look at a teaser i mean like there's only so much that you could show for a horror movie like uh scream so i think if this is all they've ever showed, I'd be so down for it because it's, I think this is a great teaser. The great poster teaser. looks dope. Yeah. With the stream yeah. mask in front of the, the window. Sub, the subway the door, subway. yeah. Again, I wish they did like Home Alone 2. Um, you know, have Kevin McAllister in the middle, but it's just the ghost face in the middle. I'm sure we're going to get something like yeah. that. 100%. Yeah. Scream 6 is lost in New York. And then Barbie. And then Barbie. Barbs. Did you guys yeah. ever expect a trailer for the Barbie movie to start off like... 2001? Yeah. 
No, but it's it is unique because they're it's, they're kind of she's like t- Greta's like kind of transcending. Okay, this is what your dolls look like back in that time period. Now we're going to the Barbie doll. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I get it with the whole two thousand one Space Odyssey, the monkey fine fate hitting the bone or whatever. Yeah, it very much is like this. Looks like basically it's it's not even really a teaser it's like here's us recreating 2001 a space o- uh, odyssey with like literally shot for shot yeah and then followed by a sizzle reel yeah. of, of footage so i'm i'm excited to see what this movie is i think it, it looks is to be, yeah. be yeah i'm excited to see what this movie is going to be but like again barbie and oppenheimer next year is going to be a wild ride oh it's a double future yeah. they, that's a double going up against sure. each other same day yeah same mm, day that's not going to be good who's who's uh coming out on top i is think, gonna, barbie I think gonna be oppenheimer melted? will Oppenheimer, you, you, definitely. You could be surprised, man. I mean, Barbie's got a lot going for it. A, that there's that whole, it's going to appeal to more wider audience, right? thing too, right? Absolutely. It's a big brand name. And also you have a great cast. Do people still, do kids still buy Barbies? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Barbie's like, still I, I'm a big brand. Understand, like, I know Barbies were big in the 90s because I would see commercials and yeah. people would bring them to school, but it's still kids big. nowadays, I like I have a niece who's never had a Barbie in her life. Yeah, for sure. and, and, and I'm like very confident that, but you just recently had like near where we live, we had like a Barbie museum that was set up and like, uh, like a Barbie, oh, the like, Barbie experience. experience yeah. well, yes, and like says, all the time, that thing was packed. It's packed, yeah. yeah. How, many tri- how many tickets did you try to buy? Well, I bought a lot. I went every day just because I was like, why haven't they changed? anything but no it was it was great every day i'm big barbie fan no i mean it's it's cool man i'm i'm i like this i like what i'm seeing it's it looks like it's it looks like it knows what it is yeah i'm just saying i just want to see what it is yeah so is know? it like is it do you think it's like barbie the toy but in human form yeah like living her life yeah like, like i feel like it's in this barbie, magical world yeah like i feel like yeah. barbie is I, I I don't know. Like I don't know if we're going to see like the toy. This isn't the history of Barbie. I think they're treating Barbie like Barbie is a real person. Yeah. Right. Living in a real world. R- living in or a real living world. in like a Barbie type of world. Living in a Barbie world, but like it's their their worlds. It's like their real worlds. <laughs> right, but not yeah. our world. No, where it's no. like, oh, this person looks I, I strange. Th- I literally think that it's like this is like Barbie is a person, and it's like the 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 kid the stories that kids will tell with Barbies is like what Greta is doing with this. Right. That's what I think. Do you think it will be a sequence where it cuts out of the like you know how and they, it cuts the dolls playing? I hundred percent think Lego there's going to be something that? like they did that. that. Yeah. yeah, I honestly think there will. I be. think it's possible. Yeah. yeah. Do we have box office? Uh, not yet. Not yet. We're still a little the, early for it. The but. speculation of box office is that Avatar made a shit ton of money. Well, we know a that it, we know that it beat the Friday numbers for No Way Home, which was one it's of the highest for the yeah. pandemic, right? Um, so I think it, I think it. Uh, horrible quote misquote here but it could be about 76 million that it made on Friday mm-hmm. it was I know they were going for the estimates of 500 million by the end of this weekend worldwide yeah. worldwide yeah. worldwide 170 domestically but yes. it could be more than that do do you think we're gonna hit like based on what you're feeling right now your gut after what I just heard about Friday and that, get, and that was a domestic number I believe mm-hmm. do you think it has that potential to hit 500 by the end of this weekend worldwide I think so yeah I think, yeah? It's, I think it may even go higher because you, think were, I you wanted, just wanted to go rewatch it this weekend what was uh, how was your screenings like so so what's interesting is that I was going to go see it on yesterday I went to go see it again and I was supposed to see it in IMAX 3D and right. I was happy because I'm like this isn't high frame rate but what I've noticed is that all of the screenings now are basically high frame rate yeah. like 
all of them. Like I'm talking VIP. I'm talking AVX. All of the IMAX ones. Yeah. They're all high frame rate. They're not telling you. They're not saying. They're not specifically no, like saying it. They'll show it in the app now. But when I bought tickets originally, it oh, was okay. just IMAX 3D. It did they're not switching say, the screenings basically. Yeah, like they're or updating it or doing or, something yeah. to it, right? So I'm like, oh, I don't want to see this in high frame rate. But every single theater, every single screen in the theater is showing Avatar. Like it is all movie theaters are playing right now. So I went to a cinema that had I think like twenty screens, and like eighteen of them are showing Avatar on it. So the screening that I went to, only it was a huge theater, but only only had about like twenty people. Like I had like a, the majority of the theater to myself, but the theater was packed. So it was just a screening because it was not three D and it wasn't high frame rate. And I was like, this is a glorious way to watch this movie. It was so much better experience. Again, I, I missed having the bigger IMAX frame. I would have been okay watching 3D, but I did not want to go through high frame rate again. No. But seeing it again, love the movie. I absolutely love Avatar The Way of Water. But yeah, I just, man, that, that high frame rate really messes with you and it looks so beautiful without it. No, it looks good. so that's much good. better. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah, that's good to know. It looks a lot better without it. So if you guys mm. see it again, I would say yeah. I'm, that's, I'm, I'm trying to go for, and it's funny because you mentioned that, like I was looking at the VIP tickets and then so many of them were high frame rate. I'm yeah. like, man, like, stop. Yeah. I just want to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> like, that's not it. I don't want to watch it like this. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. not the way to do it. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's what yeah. James Cameron wants. Well, maybe he'll listen to people. Does, does like he not, keep? Does he keep the high yeah, frame rate going forward? Yeah, you mentioned that when, on our drive home from the screening. It's like, does he? Do we keep that high frame rate going? And <sighs> like I said, it if it feels like a a PlayStation PlayStation cinematic before you you're thrown into gameplay, and that's what it reminds me yeah. of. Yeah, it is not cinematic, and for me in film, like it doesn't look cinematic. No, like, do you turn it on? It looks toyish. Like, we, we turn off motion smoothing on our TVs when we watch a movie. And here's the thing: I'm all for the 48 frames for those underwater sequences to to that's enhance the 3D. Great, yeah. You know, to make to to benefit the that thing. But it, at the end of the day, I still want a cinematic visual story, and that's what I need to get yeah. at the end of the day. And, and I the think, visuals alone are great. Yeah, and because I, I think when you're underwater, you're mo you move slow underwater. Absolutely. So it's not jarring. But when they're like flying on those birds and stuff like that, or like shooting, it looks like they're literally being fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, this is very jarring to watch this way. Mm, yeah. One yeah. thing we didn't mention is like the 3D, even though it's a 3D film. Th there was not a lot of like didn't do much didn't do much it's just depth it's not as impressive anymore right no yeah. it's not it's not like oh i see this arrow coming across my head or there's this splatter of stuff on yeah. my face yeah we'll say it's just more atmospheric it's just, yeah. it's just like a depth to it but yeah. again i don't want it i don't think it's i don't needed. It. yeah like I james cameron if I, you're listening if i never had to watch a 3d film again like I would I'm live a happy. happy. I think I live a happier you life. Know? Like I like you give me like the, the best is when we had that sh that string of just like oh my god, all these movies are now just two D IMAX. Like yeah. that is like the best way to watch a movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's move on to our main topic of the show, which is our. 2022 holiday wrap up. We're going to kind of go over. What are our stats? Okay. <laughs> we're going to individually give them stats. Today, this, this year, you listened to 3,000 minutes of the movie podcast. <laughs> Wait, we should. How do, can we do that? Can we do a holiday wrap up? Individually to people? Yeah, no. <laughs> can we build this for, for ourselves? For ourselves? Yeah. yeah, we could. Next year, we'll do it. We'll get a coder. Yeah. Code. How many how many guests did we have this year? How many how many hours of reviews did we do this yeah. year? Yeah, that'd be cool. But like, even for our audience to know, like, how many hours they spent on us only. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, they, I think does does Spotify Wrapped give you though that I, that? Yeah, I want to say. Yeah. I know how many minutes of content we made, but again, it's up to a certain of uh, a cutoff. So everything from like November, like 
I think mid November four. I think it stops October thirty first. Sure. Yeah. So I think November December. Like there's that's hundreds of hours of stuff that we've done probably yeah. since then. So what do you guys want to talk about for twenty twenty two? All our achievements. It's like every single month it's was a monumental new year for us. Absolutely. Starting in January to now, where we you said our first interview last January was, was Nick. Mr. Nick and yeah. Mr. And then our Nick. last interview was the cast of Avatar. Yeah. And we had Michael Cicchino on twice. We had Alfred Molina. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. We did our first in-person our interviews. First in person. Yeah. We went to LA. We went to LA. We did our first red carpet. Red carpety. Yeah, here with uh, Hayden Christensen and Deborah Chow. Yeah, I we also interviewed yeah. Yeah, like before. Like I, I think in, when we look this year too at like, you know, we've been really lucky to have the opportunities that we've had and also the growth in our community. Yeah, was our a big community one, right? like, is huge. We, huge. Like, I think I get surprised sometimes when people will message us because sometimes sometimes we're always thinking of the bigger picture but we're also we like, live in our own bubble sometimes. But we're also like right now there's three of us in a room right now yeah. recording this. Yeah. We don't think about the people you know, where it's going to reverberate around the world and it's yeah. like it's always cool when people like tweet or comment or message be like hey yeah i'm listening here or i'm listening here it's like oh wow we gotta follow up with that guy that was uh on the truck on the truck listening yeah to if all you're listening episodes. to this right now you know if you're caught up if you're caught up truck. yeah he, he's been listening to us oh the every, truck driver the, the truck driver yeah yes. he's who's listening to us every episode in yes, order yes, so yes, yes. let us know where you are now he won't be here yet <laughs> no he won't be here yet um He'll be like superman's coming out he's like guys this conversation about dc was great <laughs> but I've already seen the new James Gunn Superman movie. <laughs> um, we've been lucky to have some incredible guests this year, as we were saying, but yeah. also um, to see the growth of our show in terms of like, yeah, we were in a lot of marketing campaigns this year. Yes. Poll you know, quotes. Yeah. The poll quotes. Like, first television poll quote. First television poll quote. Um, we had two of them technically this year because we were in, you know, the Super Pets one. Yep. And then mm -hmm. we were in the... Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. Rings right? of yeah. Power. And again, we, like for, for any of our stuff to be, to be used is pretty amazing. Uh, we've developed some great relationships with our, like, you know, with our PR with friends. Our partners, and, yeah. You know, with PlayStation, you know. First video game reviews. Video game reviews, yeah. Like I know that's something that we always wanted to go down. Yeah, and, and that's something that hopefully in 2023 that we'll continue doing. I'm curious for the two of you. Do you have a favorite moment of 2022? Oh my god, mm. you put me on the spot here. There's so many that kind I of. I think for me, it would it would have been like it's it's LA uh, because it was just unexpected and such a amazing time to go to like Los Angeles and be part of like the biggest mm. show ever made mm. and being part of Lord of the Rings, which is you know one of my favorite franchises absolutely and just being there and just experiencing all all that whole three four days that it what it was and it was really really cool really really cool and it's like that was probably the biggest moment of for me in 2022 yeah yeah what were you i was gonna say that you know la is 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 probably mine as well too um i'll never forget us like just landing there and us being like okay we are here for a premiere like yeah. we're here to you know to cover an event and to do in-person interviews for a show that we absolutely loved and we've had an embarrassment of great shows and movies this year you know obviously we'll talk about it more early next year when when we come back typically our first episode back is like the best of 2022 right in terms of movies and shows and even games but like we've had such an embarrassment of incredible movies and shows this year and then being able to create supplementary you know sh sh 
like content forward when it comes to interviews or reviews or just discussions breakdowns i think at the end at the end of all when it's the three of us doing something it's the best you know what i mean yeah. like being in the room the being somewhere with the three of you guys is always the highlight and oh. the fact that we are able to do what we're doing in another country that's really really cool mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that there's more opportunities for that next year i think i think you know uh, you know manifesting that there will be i think there's a couple other you know great moments like we we got to be on et canada you know we were yeah. we were on et like entertainment tonight like that was a huge moment for us and that was also you know thanks in partnership with prime video and also the ability to do the lord of the rings junkets and, yeah. and red carpet and that really helped us get there and i remember all those articles that were coming out like you know there we had that one from feed spot that said that we were the third best third best yeah canadian, that was this year, yeah. yeah canadian movie podcast that's out there so you look back at that something like that and you're like man we just started three years ago so yeah. that's amazing and you know it's because of everyone that listens to us and likes us and here's the stupid shit that we have to say that they keep coming back they seem to like anthony they seem to like you daniel and they somehow seem to like me mm-hmm. and i'm so grateful for them and we have this great community on discord to the people that are listening right now from the discord channel thank you for that you do thank you for engaging with us sometimes we're just kind of sitting there like typing these things away hoping that someone will respond and to hear back uh, even just a like sometimes is like wow like we're so grateful i'm seriously we're so grateful like we i never want us to i never want the anything to kind of get to us or propel our egos never. and no, i don't think i don't are. think it will that's not who we are um but man there's just there's just so many more we got a lot of also we got some of the interviews we got this year were ones that you know we didn't see that many people getting like you look at iman villani who we had the opportunity to speak to and you look at joseph quinn like that that's amazing for someone that again as small as we are like wow we got those people yeah and i mean we you know to talk to sam Raimi, you know we were in a room with you know uh Ethan Hawke and <laughs> oh, Ewan McGregor, McGregor, you know, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, we, were, like, we, we shook hands with, you know, O'Connell, yeah. O'Connell right there. We shook yeah. his hands. It's like, that's, that's something that like, it's still so strange and surreal when it happens, right? In-person interviews are always uh, an interesting experience, but when we were just kind of sitting at a table, like we are right now, and Brendan Fraser is, is sitting there and it's just like, Hey man, what's up? And like, he most likely will go on to win an Oscar this year, hopefully fingers crossed, but right yeah we've surreal. been sorry surreal surreal and surreal. i think and and i think that's what it is this isn't this isn't a victory lap for us this isn't us just like shouting out our accomplishes accomplishments this year this is us being thankful and grateful for them like shay is saying like this is us just being humble that we were able to build a platform that people seem to hopefully like <laughs> that studios and you know our pr friends that we work with trust us to you know be in a room with people you know we were in a, you know our interview with eric bauza was originally scheduled to be about eight to ten minutes and we were in a room with him hanging out for 30 minutes 30 minutes and that was our whole interview was 30 minutes because i think he seemed to to like us right he seemed to want to keep talking you know we're huge fans of his and we've been wanting to and i think what's funny this year and you and those listening to this will also see next year there's been a lot of fulfillment this year in the sense of so many people who've been on our show this year and next year are ones that we've tried to have on our show before <laughs> you know so that happened a lot with michael giacchino and paul walter hauser and some other ones that uh you know eric bauza there were a lot of uh let's just say there were a lot of dms yeah. that we've sent that were fulfilled yeah that have been you know? fulfilled uh, indirectly basically exactly and it's yeah. like and it's wild to see how that's now come full circle yeah. that now we've been offered interviews 
with these people and you're like yes 100 percent yes in a heartbeat yeah yeah i was gonna say now they even follow you on social media <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, like we have like dm conversations a, with yeah. these pervert people anymore. oh yeah Whoa, we're not we're not like the oh come on my podcast type thing yeah yeah, yeah like and, <laughs> i wonder if they go read our dms again they're like hey did you message me a bunch yeah, of times can before you, can you stop messaging me no <laughs> no we would never harass people no, but, no, but, it's, no. but it's also just funny because it's like but that's part of it right like when, when you're growing anything it's all about that are you growing too you know what i mean yeah. it's like you're you don't want to just be out of the gate owed anything or feel like you're owed anything because you're not you know there's lots of opportunities that we don't get yeah but we you know we go with the flow and we keep growing and developing our own way because those opportunities will always come around and we want success for everybody but you know we're also just kind of looking at okay how can we become better how do we be how do we make the best show we can because at the end of the day it's the three of us doing something and creating something that we want to be the best it can be mm -hmm. right and um I think it's it's that thing with like you know nothing's ever like a a hard no. It may be like not right now, which we we've gotten our share. We've, of got, those. We, we've, we've gotten got a lot of our shares of that yeah. all the time to this day. Like we're we're not owed anything. No, you know what I mean. All we can do is put out the best possible show, video, edit, social media posts that we can, and we we keep growing from there, right? And um, hopefully next year the growth will continue, and it will continue because that's who we are. We're always about growing. Yeah. I would say another moment was uh, when we had our first panel on Apple Podcasts with yeah. Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke interview for on the front page Ray, next Raymond. to Joe Biden. Yeah, on smart list. and it was like one of those <laughs> you know those banners that you the carousel banner the carousel yeah. banner. If you've ever gone to Apple Podcasts, you see it. You see it on your computer. It's like okay, I wonder how you get there. And we mm -hmm. were on there, and that and it took a lot of red tape to get to and it was this convoluted way of accessing but when we got there it was so fulfilling yeah and it's like man and, we're and, real. And showing up in the other categories like indie favorites film favorites during tiff yeah we we're on the front page of apple podcast as well too yeah. just with all of you know next to the hollywood reporter and variety and like these other shows that we know and love like it's cool to be thought of in the same regard of that and i think a big part of that is you know a lot of the studios that we work with is seeing the potential in us and what we're doing and wanting to grow and right now we have a lot of things in work for 2023 that hopefully will only, only be even better next year for us right we were featured in a forbes article this year guys we are like the people were on forbes and they're like who are the young 30 under 30 and they're like oh movie podcast yeah. who that yeah. i don't know this this year that you were mentioned as the when what was it daredevil kind of yeah that was a that was a that was like our name was up yeah, and you yeah. saw the movie podcast yeah. and then we you know been in a lot of the um, the social reactions roundups for like tons of stuff spotify spotify uh, we just had to spotify this week again we just did you're Plugging right our avatar interview we started this cast. year right sorry did it start this year uh, no it started last year because oh, okay, our first one that we did was master, master of none, none. yes yeah. yes um, but we did start this year with spotify and peacemaker and here yes, we are at the end of the year yeah. talking about james gunn and peacemaker in the future wow. of that. so a lot of a lot of fulfillment this year a lot of full circle moments this year and hopefully that's going to continue but a lot of gratitude that's i think a at the end of, of the gratitude. day like and I hope none of what we just said right now made it sound like we were just like, yeah, it no, was no, like, it's not, this, this back, isn't a victory lap for us. This, no. isn't, this is not like skating with the Stanley Cup over our heads no, right now. This is us just being like so humbled. grateful. Humbled just so by the year. Humbled, yeah. So just, you know, like we're constantly getting ourselves checked and we're never letting each moment just go past us. I want to celebrate every major milestone and even every 
tiny milestone or whatever. Everything to me is a milestone on this on the show. It's true. Yeah. And like today is a milestone. Yeah. Episode one hundred and fifty. And since it went sequential. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I would say like if we didn't have all these interviews, we would definitely have more numbers in our podcast for sure. What do you mean? Like we would probably be at like one probably two hundred. Oh, oh, oh you mean made episodes. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, because yeah, we our show we has, break up reviews and interviews now. Yeah. We'd be a lot higher. so yeah. So much now that we have so many more reviews to do. Yeah. So many more interviews yeah. that we're doing. Like, we sh- we've broken up the format of our show when we look at when we started one episode every single Monday. Yeah. And then it snowballed from there. And in 2020 pandemic hits, we also had to pivot and change how we do things. And it's evolved a lot since then. And I think right now we're making the best version that we've ever made in the movie podcast and i'm excited in 2023 to see how we evolve but also just keep evolving the show we've also hired james gunn to run our podcast as well and yeah. that's also why we hate to break that news yeah. now he's also firing the three of us they don't want anything from the old guard left <laughs> james why please please this keep us up <laughs> i can't show my face anywhere without this in january for us like when we come back no pun intended is, what's is, the pun it's gonna be huge oh okay what's the pun oh yeah yeah uh, huge. Okay. i get it i get it i get it yeah no pun intended the yeah. pun, but why are you waking yeah. me <laughs> the pun, wait is the pun intended yeah is i, I don't know what a pun I is i feel like the pun is intended why are you using air quotes yeah. knows what i'm trying to say yeah, why yeah. are you drawing what you're trying Maybe to say there's here. something coming soon oh okay in january if that's only huge. these you know walls could scream, could scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not good or at a couple things. of uh bad uh you know there's no bad uh groupings of the movie podcast anywhere yes this year Huh? I don't know, but I, I'll be. I have never been more confused. Like I think when we yeah. hit stop recording, you have to tell me what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> you got to think about that word, pun intended. Oh shoot, the pun intended was what the pun wasn't intended. I'm, I'm. It's going to be big and huge. It's going to be mental. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We'll what talk about you, that later. I guess. What do you? What do you guys? What are you looking forward to most Christmas this year with your families, aside from just the downtime? I. You know what? It's. It, this is the weirdest part of the year for me because when we stop recording, I don't know what to do sometimes. And when we come back, I'm like, I forgot how to do this part. Like, I don't like spending too much time away from you guys and also from talking on these mics. So to to sit down and do nothing for once is going to feel great. I can't wait to just unwind, relax, literally let this year just kind of flow over me. So I, I'm excited to just take it easy. Yeah, me too. There's lots, like, you know, the the start of the year, not only with just our interviews that we have, because we have a bunch in the bank already, but we also have reviews that we're lining up. We have lots of incredible things to look forward to. Yeah. So, yeah. What are we, we going to do? You know, The Last of Us is happening in, a, in, like, the first couple weeks of the year, too. So, it's like... There's so much. There's so much to look forward to. Yeah, you know yeah. Well, what a what a pun year. intended. Pun intended. No, like, there's so much to to look forward to next year with movies and shows and games. I think it's going to be like because we also are recovering from the the two years of the pandemic. So right. like the the first six months of 2023 are just jam packed. Yeah. We're going to be busy. And like for me, I'm. You know, you're, you're leaving the podcast. I heard I that's what you're announcing, right? Right now, um, just I've been working. Like it's been work, 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 work. Especially yep. with video work, Rihanna, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of like 
oh, dang, we have this interview, we have that interview, we have this interview, but these are not coming till January, or some that were postponed to January. So there's a lot that you put it in the bank and it's done. Yeah, still have to be done. Really, like oh yeah, I truthfully. I'm glad to get the downtime, but I'm just looking at what does now that our workload has significantly increased. What does January look like? What do we have? Like I'm always like you think five you're, you're five months ahead. Yeah, like I just want to get everything kind of like yeah. lined up. But yeah, I'm glad to have like some time off. I don't think I'll have a lot of time off if um, you know once January hits because it'll just be back to doing back all to the, the stuff grindstone. The yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I wouldn't want to, uh, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than that. So Absolutely. No, this is, definitely. This is, this is a good problem to have. Yeah, good say. problem. Whew, what are your guys? Wow. This is our what final, is this our final send off for the year? 150. It's a good place to end it. It is a great place to what end was, it. Sorry, do you know what the number was for our first episode this year? Oh, that's a great question. Let me quickly check before we One, wrap up. I'm Ford. just curious. Uh, do, you guys, do you guys have a, a guess of where the first episode this year that we did was our top films of 2021? What do you think was the number of that episode? Well, we're definitely in the hundreds, and I think we were probably maybe like in the one tens, maybe one twenty. I'm going to say one twenty. So, so do you have a, an actual number you you want to guess, Jay? Because Anthony's guessing one twenty. One thirteen. Okay. So the best movie, sorry, the best movie of twenty twenty one. That episode was actually 128. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Damn. Man, I think you're so, right there. Which, which is wild to think because even though we've, there's 52 weeks in a year. Yes, there is. We still dropped 22 episodes this year. So yeah. it's like we were on every other week, but we still had like three other four episodes a week that we were dropping. Oh, we were dropping lot. so much stuff. Yeah. Like the summer was crazy. Like the summer. People were getting annoyed by us. Probably. Like guys, we don't want to hear the movie podcast. Yeah. Anymore. Like your voices are annoying. Yeah. I don't know why they sound like that. Um, also one thing, another big milestone for us this year, we had a lot of special guests joining us on the show this year too. And we got to join yes. some other podcasts yeah. as well. So, you know, you know, we had Klein on for, you know, our God of War. We had Camille on for Wakanda Forever spoiler cast. That's just recent too. You know, we got to be on the console creatures, um, uh, podcast as well too just talk god of war and just recently you know our our friends adam skulls who was on our show yeah back in 2020 he My had goodness. me on the springfield googleplex uh the podcast movie, the, the simpsons movie podcast the simpsons right? Movie podcast right the podcast yeah. for simpsons fans like yes. to talk it's a wonderful life so it's right. like it's crazy that we've we've made some really incredible connections right in this space and hopefully that's going to grow next year too absolutely yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a good year it is that movie? It's a movie, right? A good year. The good year. It's also a tire brand. Good yeah. Year. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. We actually won't have anything until the new year, so don't worry about that. Um, follow us, please, on socials at the movie podcast, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterbox. Please subscribe to us on YouTube, a like, comment. We're always looking for some interest. We, we always get interesting comments. I feel like YouTube, it brings out the, the everyone in most weirdest people in the world. Um, and give us a five-star review. I know we've already hit the five-star review needed for or for Rotten Tomatoes, which is going to be a huge thing for us this I year, too. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I want to um, be Rotten Tomato. But we always like more reviews. We like letters to be sent in, questions to be sent in at yeah. hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa to all the holidays out there. That was this time with the movie podcast. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you next year. year.